Captain Fuller, we get two seconds to make a decision. You get two months to sit there and tear it apart? SWAT means special weapons and tactics. Where were your tactics out there? Saving a woman from getting shot? That's where our tactics were. Every cop in this department knows we did the right thing. Sometimes doing the right thing isn't doing the right thing. What the hell does that mean, Sergeant? Tell Daddy how you wanted it. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. We are here, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. 11 years running. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Watch out. Some men just dropped through the ceiling in Janice's office, Dunaway. Oh, no. Janice is going to be pissed. Oh, hi. Hold on a second, guys. I had to finish cheating on my wife with this blatant product placement from Dr. Pepper and a quick nod and a <laughs> wink to Mr. Pibb. <laughs> you feel me? All right. I'll make this simple. You pass the test, and you're now part of the elite division of movie watchers known as SMACK. Means stupid movies and crap. But I have to ask, where was your crap out there this week? I mean, come on. This movie's it was almost borderline competent. Other than the of its time, open racism, chauvinism, and unnecessary rolling around, rolling around like that. Save that for John Woo. You feel me, Woo? Yeah, Woo do. <laughs> Anywho, let's stay safe out there and remember the old Indian saying where there is one white guy doing a podcast, there are three more white guys on that same white podcast. What? That's not true. One, two, shit. All right, flip a bitch. Sure, I could have said, sure, I could have just said turn around, but then you wouldn't get all this flavor. Can you feel me? Okay, my beeper is going nuts, and they just let me know we threw a tethered phone in a box through Randy's window, and he has a list of demands or he shoots the hostage. Oh, twist. Randy is his own hostage. Says he wants a limo, a vintage box of Swisher Sweets, and a bottle of Hennessy Master's Blender Selection Number 3. Your move, Randy. Road trip! <laughs> so many references. Man, if you didn't watch the movie this week, listeners, you're you missed you out. Just been Brian filled just, in. Yeah, Brian just filled you in. Now, go yeah. watch it, please. You're, you're, Brian gave you everything you needed. All right. Also with us, Randy. This Hawkeye Nick Fury Bullseye movie is weird. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. And welcome back to this division of the force. Even though you're famous around here, we let you go somewhere else that we're not going to describe for the last few years for uh, reasons we're not going to explain. I think you're going to do great as long as you follow my three simple rules of police management. Number one, I don't want you to pick these two people specifically. Okay, at least half a second has passed since I said that, so you can pick them. Number two, <laughs> I run this division, which means I run your unit, which means you run your unit, which means I'm going to tell you exactly what to do, which means you're going to ignore me, which means you're in charge. Here, I made a flowchart for you. It's an Ouroboros. Number three, <laughs> I trust you with this incredibly complicated and challenging project, and the instant you screw up, which I'm certain you will, I'm going to fire every one of you, so you better be perfect out there. I don't trust you. Toxic work environment says what? 
Okay, yeah, good talk. True story. Now, go risk your life in the most PTSD-inducing way possible for 60 grand a year. Love you. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they made a big deal about the low pay of an average SWAT officer. But anyway, yeah. also with us, Brian, can't wait to get that frog in the bird of it. Oh. Oh, me neither. Uh, Charlie Weisenbutter on the scene with uh, Channel 14 News here in Hollywood, where the LAPD SWAT team is escorting prisoner Alex Montel to prison via motorcade. Montel has offered $100 million to anyone that can help him escape, so we're expecting an ambush. Our money's on the guy who keeps a toothpick in his mouth the entire film. But what do we know? We're just a local Hollywood news team. The motorcade is approaching the center of downtown, and, oh, what's this? Looks like they're stopping for a homeless person pushing a shopping cart. It's a fake! They're trapped! Oh, no! That's opened up the opportunity for several Los Angeles street gangs to close in on their target and get that $100 million for themselves. Looks like the Crips have pulled up in a semi-tractor trailer and are blocking in the north exit of the intersection, while the Bloods have blocked the south. The Cholos have pulled up in a moving uh-huh. truck and are lobbing Molotov cocktails at the police. The Asian gang has arrived with smoke bombs. And what's this? A Volkswagen Beetle has pulled up and it looks like 20 members of the notorious Bozo gang are <laughs> spilling water out of their flower lapels at the police. The Yokel gang has entered the intersection and they're throwing bottles of moonshine labeled XXX at the motorcade. Up, oh, the douchebag gang has swooped in from the west and they're making finger guns, which don't seem to be having any effect. Now the toddler gang has arrived and they're assembling something with blocks. I can't tell what it is. It's a horsey. I think it's a horsey. Nice. A horsey. The gangs have the, the gangs have pushed their way through the police and they've gotten to Montel's vehicle and oh, it's a mannequin. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about LL Cool J's acting. It's a real mannequin. Oh well, I guess it's over. I'm gonna go grab some lunch here in downtown LA. Want me to bring you back something at the station? What's in your wallet? Nice. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Samuel. Oh, wow. That was I'll tell a, you what's in what's in uh, what's in your wallet. It's a picture of your kid, yeah. and uh, yeah. you're yeah. gonna you're gonna stare at it longingly and wish you'd uh, maybe take a hundred million. Yeah, yeah, made better choices. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're not Good. you know we're not yeah. speaking you know. Uh, listen, Michelle Rodriguez, lovely woman, beautiful actually, mm-hmm. uh, strikingly beautiful. Got a bad girl quality about her. She's great mm-hmm. in all the roles she's in. Had some interesting, uh, you know, run-ins with the, the with the popo yeah. on the side. It's not just a bad girl quality. She yeah. is a quality bad girl. Yeah, she's a quality <laughs> oh, bad girl. Nice. And I like her a lot. What the bitch. Yeah, I like her a lot in a lot of movies. Uh, right. Anyway. And I, I realize I just skipped right to the very, very end, but I didn't like the very, very end. Oh, you're not a fan of the Oh, no, of course. You? Of course. I, yeah, that's where it really started falling apart. Also, but why yeah, No, I'm talking have... about literally the last the, shot. The credits, you mean? No, it's the the <laughs> the movie concludes with everybody yeah. everybody being they're all worn road down, trip right yeah but oh, but yeah. it doesn't conclude with it doesn't conclude with a road trip right that we just yeah. we fast forward to the end of the road trip mm-hmm. we have a we have a scene that we didn't need to see they could have just implied that that went ha- and then we're in this huge police van and right. everybody is ball beaten up and bleeding still like what why didn't you why are you still bleeding? But anyway, they're all beaten up and she's wearing a sling and she looks at a picture of her kid and you see Colin Farrell. And it's just like, what is this scene about? This isn't it's, the end it's of a about, movie. It's, a, it's, it's not. It's an homage to the 70s TV show that this is from. And oh, really? They, yeah, it's more of a uh, a TV ending. They they still try to. Well, they played the theme in. there, too, didn't they? They played the music theme on yeah. the way out. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. After waiting the whole movie, well, I guess you get a little bit of it when they're eating in the diner. But uh, right. 
Very loosely it's, based on the TV series, by the yeah. way. I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's well, still got Street in it and a couple, you know, the characters, some of the characters there, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's not on. It's not like oh, a real. Remake, and they even remake. watch the TV series in the movie, which yeah. I'm trying to think: is there ever has there ever been a case where a movie adaptation of a TV show, like well, the A Team movie, got it? Oh, I'm right, sure. Like Starsky and Hutch, I almost think I'm like I, where they watch Starsky and Hutch. Well, Starsky and Hutch though right. was set in the time of Starsky and Hutch, though I don't think yeah. it did. Oh, uh, but that doesn't mean they didn't do it. No, <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> mean that. <laughs> well, the the TV show wasn't around in the in the seventies, right? The TV show would have been around at the same time. What are you talking about? I, if, if it was supposed to be set in the time of Starsky and Hutch, the TV show would have been on during Starsky possibly. and Hutch. Wait, wait, wait. Time. So wait, Starsky and Hutch is not like uh, you know an 80s TV show that takes place in the 70s. It's like an 80s TV show that takes place in the 80s. No, it's a 70s show that takes place in the 70s. <laughs> or a 70s show that takes place in the 70s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I'm thinking of Dukes of Hazard. But uh, but <laughs> either way, what my point is that I, uh, having just seen that film with Kim, they didn't watch themselves. It was, that thing's more of a parody anyway. That one's like It is a parody. It is a parody. Whereas this, this is, more is, this is a lot more like, like hey, homage. we're going to take an old thing and make it new again and, and you know, yeah. Mission Impossible style, although not to that scale but uh what doesn't make sense is then why don't the characters say whoa your name is street just like the main character on that tv exactly, show we're watching exactly oh good point well okay they're too, they're too busy being swat they don't have time to watch a tv <laughs> i mean i'm, I'm gonna... eating mystery food in that uh diner exactly right I, I would say pretty early on the show here i i quite enjoyed this movie uh this time mm-hmm. i'd never saw it before so this is my first time um and i wasn't really a you know, had no knowledge really of the 70s show I was too young and didn't have any connection to it. So none of that really mattered. Um, I just thought this was kind of a fun Bruckheimery sort of good time yeah. and uh, lots here. of park your brain at the door type stuff. Like, you know, <clears throat> I have all sorts of logistical questions about when Jeremy Renner got word that the money was on the line and how he got that plan together so quickly within oh, like an hour or yeah. whatever the frick that He'd was. He'd been waiting for that plan. Yeah. Um, like yeah. a lot, there's a lot of really loose ends like that if you think too hard, but the, the overall like good time it ratio was, here was, yeah. was strong. I had a good time it with was, this movie. It was very predictable, but that was fine because we weren't there for, you know, twists and turns. We were there for, I mean, they telegraphed everything. There was, there was never a, a, a moment where, the audience felt like, oh, I didn't know that was coming. Oh, yeah. What? The minute Josh Charles is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, the minute, the minute, okay, the minute okay, okay, that freaking but, but. Uh, sports night got diarrhea, I went, yeah, he was over there right. planning something bad. Mark right. That's when they let you, that's when they nodded at the that, uh, you know, double cross. But before that moment, it could have been anybody. This is a, this movie is a pile of tropes. It has to be. It, yeah. it, like giant pile uh, the, of trucks. The, yeah. the creativity of of making a movie like this is which uh, which sixty five of a hundred tropes you choose and what order you put them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like we're we're all expecting that, but like uh, like as soon as it starts, I'm like, okay, so someone's dirty. Oh, oh, it's Rod. They're just giving us Jeremy Renner. Okay, someone yeah. else must be dirty because there's no way it's just gonna be. Jeremy <laughs> I, Renner. I don't think. I don't think they were trying to fool you. I think you were just doing like I usually do, which is think too hard. Well, but surely that's maybe. not just too easy. But when I first For saw him, though, when I when I saw Jeremy Renner go off the wagon there at the top, I went, yeah. "Oh well, okay, he'll be somehow he'll be our villain later." Like I don't know what right. in what way, but he'll be back. And sure enough, there yeah. he was. And the minute it's like you know those guys start looking shifty like that, I'm like, "Yeah, you're yeah, you're I know what you're doing. I know what you're up to." Yeah, I mean, even even TJ came out and you know you know telegraphed 
his intent. You know, where you where was you at? Well, let's let's just totally stop everything. And where was you at, TJ? Plus, he get, he was the only one that got shot earlier. I mean, they were just like yeah. broadcasting every every. Bit. Yeah, the minute they humiliated him on the shooting range, I went, right. yeah, oh yeah, you're yeah. he's turning on everybody here because he's also right. kind of smart, smarmy and weird. Like that guy's, mm-hmm. you know, he's good. He's good in TV that- and movies and stuff, but he's just a. You know, he, and everybody he, else acted like family, and he acted like an outsider. So, I mean, I'll, I think all that was really telegraphed. Yeah. I'm not saying that they were trying trying to hide it. I so, the the trope telegraphing that right. uh, that caught my attention is this thing where they all they all win their assessment and they get a day off, yeah. and there's this montage yeah. of, of what everyone's doing in their leisure time. This, you, this is this? a movie of montages. Yes, yeah, but do you, really yeah. do you remember this? Yeah. Because uh, the our our main characters are at a birthday party, play with uh, water guns, right? Right. And uh, uh, you know, boxers at home watching TV, and Deke is at the grocery store with his kids, and I yeah. I I wanted that guy to be bad, right? And uh, and TJ is on a date, and, but yeah. then oh what. What? Oh no! Gamble is freaking not Gamble. Uh, what was Josh Charles's name? Um, uh, TJ. 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 Yeah, TJ. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And and you're just like, uh, one of these guys is spending money. <laughs> right. <laughs> like exactly. A lot of it. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's, good point. That's, yeah. They telegraphed the crap out of that, which was fine because we weren't we weren't there to be, you know, for twists and turns. We were there for montages. No, it's like it's like watching a Rocky movie. I mean, they trained. You know, and almost we didn't even get to an actual incident in the movie until like at the very end of the movie. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have a real fight until the end. Yeah, that's true. And really? the end, but, but other other than the intro, but the rest of it was just you know let's let's do training. This is the, the worst. Yeah. This is the yeah, worst yeah. French terrorist of all time. I just have to put that out there. Oh like yeah, this movie, has, yeah. this movie has so many bad guys. I can't keep up with all the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot, but he sucked because I mean, just from a practical standpoint. Like the first thing you do when you come over here is kill a dude and then take his car and then get pulled over. And then like, he just was, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, yes, that's so great. Your, (laughs) your uncle screwed you over by being incompetent. I love it. Also, I think his uncle was, I love, uh, uh, Olivier Martinez. I love that name. Olivier Martinez. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) there's something (laughs) so right. It's so vaguely, uh, ethnic. Does yeah. he go with all? Ol- does he say Oliver or Olivier? How's he pronounce Olivier it? Martinez? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I, I I went looking for him like on the Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah. and um, real French, right? Pa- grew up in yeah, oh, yeah. Paris. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. He's Parisian he's a, dude. Uh, Olivier from France. Yeah. And Can you say? I mean, okay. Yeah. Two thousand three. This movie was, yeah. and this is twenty twenty one. And you know, we're all very aware of what. Can we call French? Can, can you just say it? You you want to know if we call pe- French people frogs? Is that what you're saying? T- today, yes. Today, yes, of course you can. Considered? Go ahead. It's fine. Who cares? Are you? Sh- you, you okay? That's fine. I mean, <laughs> I've never. I I know only know one. Only really know one or two people who are. It's know, a it's a power dynamic. France. It's like um, they're the the French the Frenches aren't in a position of of, of subjugation. So, like for right. example, I would have no problem going. Uh, telling Patrick he looks like a frog. <laughs> I would have no problem with it. Right. Even though, I mean, part of that is because we're friends and it wouldn't matter that much. But, but is that why we call French people frogs? They look like frogs? I don't know anything about the history of frogs. Let's put it this way. I have I have so little information about that uh, term and how it apl- that it yeah. applies that I don't know if I'm like, ooh, 
are you supposed to be saying that? I know they're talking about other ethnic things and racist things and chauvinist things. I'm like, I don't know. Here you go. I got it. The British, uh, this came from the British uh, 16th century. They were called frog eaters because they ate a lot of frogs, frog legs right. in particular. Um, right. And then it says here, uh, the first mention of them be, uh, being eaten, let's see, 12th century, blah, 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 Catholic church, something, something. Okay, How about this? Instead of calling anyone any name that is condescending because of their race, I just I'm just not going to do it. How about that? But the because French I don't see any race. sense in it. See, but the French are a race is the thing, and so so that's right. That's another. Well, but they do have they do have a, a history that is isolated, you know, to them, and we know who we're talking about. So it's a people. How about that? Sure. Yeah, you could say a that. people. Yeah, it's a people. Okay. It's a it's a, a people. I don't know if I'd say ethnic, but I'd say a national. Yeah, it's a nationalistic. Yeah. Uh, stereotype for sure right right um, no but, i'm not trying to get into the minutia all that i'm just saying well, that's what i'm trying to do i'm not going to judge anybody for saying frog it just felt you know to me i was like it felt different now but then it did back in 2003 i yeah oh. it's hard to say like there's a couple of moments in this movie that touched on stuff that is super sensitive now like um you know how much how much brutal police brutality is too much brutality on the job and you know the the right. controversy that is in some neighborhoods of black officers pulling black suspects off the street um those kinds of issues they kind of very lightly kind of you know without without a lot of weight they just sort of pass through those things here and right. i think that doesn't work today and there's not nearly work. as much uh you're a, you're a lady create you got a you know a gender neutral name uh sanchez chris you can't you can't be in SWAT. You're a girl. I, I mean, know. I love, I love how they're they're the elite, the best of the best, but they yeah. can't get their notes straight right. and know who they're about to talk to. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. But I think I think they were kind of writing the script like, hey, it's like the army, right? It's kind of like the army. Yeah, right, where right. there's so many egos and everybody thinks they're the best. And it's just a race of egos. And who's going to be first to ego over the line and all that sort of stuff. And I think ego they over played, the line. Yeah, I, they, I think they idea. played toward that where really it's probably more like the guys in. I don't know, diehard that were kind of bumbling around outside trying to get in and and Huey Lewis shot him in the leg when they were at the door or whatever. <laughs> like there seems like more it seems like there's probably a more average take you could have on SWAT and not this just ripped, run till you puke, do five thousand push ups, you know, right freak show right. kind of kind of portrayal of who SWAT is, but I don't know. I just felt Colin like the Farrell, Avengers to me. Colin Farrell never could pick a good partner, could he? He was just like, even his dog was like attacking people in his runs. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What right? are you always hooking up with loose cannons to stop picks it? A bad girlfriend picks a bad right. dog, picks a bad partner. Yeah. Chick in a bucket, by the way, that girlfriend, I think, I think there should have been. Yeah. Some they talked there. about it. Cause you know, his, her brother his, is on the, sister, on the team, uh, but yeah, yeah. And he's it's supposed to call him. I'm with you. She's a chick in the bucket. Cause we never really grab a However, bucket. Yeah. She never grab really, a bucket, yeah. but also, I you almost a bucket when I searched for SWAT the first time, the first some of the first questions I see is if um uh if one of the characters I think it's a boxer is that his name the one that gets shot Let's see I've already forgot his name uh, bo- yeah boxer, got shot boxer. Went to the, yeah mustache yeah, ma- mustache man we call him mustache yeah man. mustache man boxer that's that's the that's the that's the the brother of his girlfriend anyway yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like one of the things people will search for on Google is did Boxer die? So you look up SWAT and it's like did Boxer die? And the reason why is because they didn't show a scene which is in almost every one of these cop movies when your fallen friend falls and you all visit him 
in at the hospital bed and you bring flowers and you make a bunch of stupid ass jokes. Yeah. They didn't but do that. They didn't do that. They just mentioned he's fine. That's right. it. Yeah, he's on the bridge uh, at the very very end where uh, Colin Farrell <laughs> spits on his boss's feet. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. How did that not that, Okay, and we're just going to walk away from that? Okay. Yep. Okay. Right. Wow. Though. Yeah. So, yeah. But right before the spitting on the feet uh, they ask how is he doing, and he's like, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna pull through. It, that was yes. it. So yeah. it shows you how people can't remember things. I've seen this movie myself, and I completely forgot about it. But we're, I, I visually, I think if we had seen that stupid scene at the end where you know they visit him in the in the hospital, I probably would have remembered it. But since they just mentioned it in passing, like it shows you how much the the film cares about that character, which is yeah. zero. Yeah, that character is mm-hmm. is so just an other guy on the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I just there, just there to increase the tension. He's not one of the main, right? As long as he's not one of the main guys in the six-person SWAT team. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I liked. uh, Somebody mentioned LL Cool J earlier. I really liked him in this. I thought he was great. Um, Yeah, I don't have. uh, Was this his first acting role in? I don't like, think uh, so. In the uh, police, no, 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 not not the first acting role because we've seen him in uh, before yeah. this. We've actually seen him on film sack, but he did. This is the first where he doesn't he play like a lot more roles where he's like a cop and stuff now. Um, did he do that? I don't even know what I've, he's doing now. I've heard him. I've heard him say that he always tries. To, he wants to take roles where he's a good guy because yeah, he could easily be typecast as mm-hmm. a drug kingpin in everything he ever does. Mm. Right. Oh, he's so on love, NCIS I, now. That's his current. Yeah, game. yeah. That's that's the one I was thinking. Oh, I was trying to remember right, what it was. Right, right. He's in an episode in 2021 this year called "The Frogman's Daughter." So I'm just saying. Nah, uh, he's always he's always doing that. Always got the Frogman nice. going. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he seems busy, but his his first acting role was actually, if you take out all his videos, obviously was in Toys. He played. Yes, uh, I forgot about yeah. that. He was in Robin. Yeah, Robin was Williams, a military uh, dude in Toys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A long time God, ago, I watched that. I, I liked him in this. that movie back in the day, but I have a feeling it don't hold up. He sure likes his feeling. abs in this, though. Holy schmoly. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I had abs like that, I wouldn't wear a shirt ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was, uh, sir, could you put your shirt on? No, thanks. Yeah. No, no thanks. Have no you tr- can't make me. I know what you're going to do. You're going to punch <laughs> me in the abs. Ain't going to work. Yeah. Also, I just it just bears mentioning that Samuel L. Jackson pretty much never looks different. He's the same guy and yeah. everything. Oh, and I know he ages. I know. Timeless. Like, his Nick Fury is yeah. definitely older. But like Jeremy Renner aged more than Samuel L. Jackson. Wow! Yeah, no kidding. Jeremy, Renner, look at like baby young, here, fresh faced Jeremy Renner. Yeah, with, uh, he's like a little kid. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. And I didn't he know. really can play a bad guy because I really felt it. I was like, ooh. Yeah. And you mentioned dirty. obviously the Marvel Cinematic Universe connection at the top of the show, but I just want to point out that the partners right there, Hawkeye and Bullseye. Yeah. 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 Get it right. <laughs> well, that was my intro. Did you miss my intro? At the top of <laughs> no, the- I, that's what I said. I oh. said, you pointed this out at the beginning of oh. the show, Red and Mirror Light. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I wanted to point out that taking, taking Nick Fury out of the, the, the equation, you've got right. two Marvel characters who have I in their name. Yeah, that's weird. Oh. That's hmm. weird. Bullseye. Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Bullseye. And they're, yeah. they're sharpshooters. Both of them are sharpshooters. Yeah. yeah. They should have both had sniper guns, and then the movie wouldn't have been about them. <laughs> they would have been those. <laughs> it would have been those other guys up in the buildings trying to help out, how right. to support and right. stuff. Right. But, yeah, it's, I uh, felt like we watched another movie here that, and I, I would like to hear from uh, you know the listeners and stuff that are more familiar with these kind of things. I felt like they 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 really tried to show respect to SWAT and by being kind of accurate. 
and I'm not sure of how accurate it was. I mean, you're not going to be totally accurate because it's entertainment. They still I feel like they needed, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like they were accurate in the places they needed to be when they didn't have to be because how many people are actually on SWAT and would know? Well, apparently the the guys who throw the uh, completely useless corded phone into I the, love that thing the bank there, there was like absolutely no reason it basically was God. used for five seconds for the guy to say no I'm in charge here and then he up. I thought it was a bomb or a trick or something in there were, were actual yeah. swap members I thought oh, they were going to open that up and have it go that's why I was like if, yeah. if if I'm a if I'm taking hostages that 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 assumes some things this they assume this bank robber must do this all the time that he would understand when you throw a corded box in front of it <laughs> that it to pick it up and look it's for a, a phone. phone because yeah. I'd be like, bomb, get down, get down. They're coming in. Don't worry, I'm opening that. What are you, crazy? Yeah. Right. That thing looks Don't scary. you guys use bullhorns? Yeah. 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 Go, Ghostbuster ghost trap or something. That thing looks scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not a ghost. Yeah. Get us out of here. Yeah. I, I was, uh, to Brian's point, I did look up like all the firearms, and I at least that appears to have been – uh, consulted consultant accurate like right uh the you, you see a lot of these SWAT uh team guys uh carrying and using a Kimber custom TLE2 uh mm-hmm. which is a a firearm that the Los Angeles Police Department uses like mm-hmm. it's right. what they use uh and and they also they always had weapon lights on those pistols sure. which was like very that was very accurate like that Josh Charles is running around in the middle of the day with a gun that has a weapon light on it. And I'm like, okay, but that's what they use. Uh, it was, you know, so at least as far as that goes, like there were, there weren't any like crazy guns in this movie. There were right, all, right. there was all just attempted one, to be very accurate. Just one crazy key to the city, uh, battering Ram that could rip a wall out. That was pretty cool though. I, I will. Even if it, yeah. Even if it never exists, I like that that house harpoon. Yeah, and it is cool. the you know it is the we're showing you this early in the movie and telling you how it works, but don't worry, we're going to demonstrate it and <laughs> right. You know, and it yeah, felt we'll very real. Action. Yeah, we'll right. see it at some point. It yeah. felt very real because I I mean like there's a, probably a point that most of us went oh that crazy guy in the house this you know the taking Polish, himself hostage uh, yeah, right. yeah the 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 Polish guy. Um, and his yeah, dirty more. freaking whitey tidies, his yellow oh, whiteies. Yeah, and they pierced his bud later on. That was totally all right. But anyway, yeah. Well, is that by the way? Is that. that is that what gross Scott out? No, it's not. Whiteys. But it's uh, it's up there. But it's not quite there. What if, what if that had been a little more yellow stained? How about this? <laughs> it would have done Ugh. it. Like if you'd okay, give me okay, like a, like a freaking skid right. around the back, or you give me more right. yellow or whatever. We could have. Yeah, I hate that really my probably. eye looks for that. Like I hate it. Right. I wish I might. Oh, I look for just... it too because I was like, "Oh, that's kind of totally freaks got out." But yeah. back to my uh, <laughs> back to what I was saying. Um, <laughs> you know, they even mentioned stuff like you know they felt like they're really following procedure and they would let you know without hitting you over the head with it. It's like, oh, he said that there's you know he's got the doors and windows, but even though the way he's acting, you know, there's probably little chance he actually wired any of those mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And so as an audience, you're like, just, ah, just go in and get him. He's just one guy. You got a whole SWAT team here. Mm-hmm. But then they follow procedure. They go, no, we can't. Even though he, he just said it, we, we have yeah, to take him at his word. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. We have to take him at his word. Yeah. And so we'll just go through the walls. Yeah. And I, I appreciated that. I looked it up. It there is some tactical that stuff that does this that just like pierces a wall and then you can yank it right. through. So this is apparently but, a real but, thing. But um, uh, apparently, and there's a like a documentary on the making of this film out there somewhere. Is there really? Uh, wow. Apparently, right. actual SWAT armorers were hired to consult 
and build like the weapons loadouts and so forth. Yeah. And they were tasked with oh, yeah. only using tactics and weapons and gear, you know, that they would actually have put on actual SWAT people in Los Angeles. Yeah. So right. interesting. Um, like for, for example, like I, I was just ready to jump all over the movie when uh, Hondo shows up and he's like a returning champion and he yeah. puts down this amazing M4 and, and like then uh, uh, freaking bullseye sp- has to spend the night cleaning it and, <laughs> and, and improving it and so on. And I'm just like, Oh, they better show me that gun the rest of this. Right. Movie. And they right. do. They do. He's. Yeah, they he, do. Yeah. Uh, the first time we see uh, Rodriguez uh, uh, Sanchez using uh, a weapon, it's an MP5. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's badass. She uses that thing the rest of the movie. They, they're like yeah. real consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were too. And yeah. I just, does I, the other I, thing too that's very that different today is people are really up in arms about the how militarized ah. the <laughs> how militarized local PDs are in big cities and um, right. this. This seemed to and SWAT's supposed to be kind of more militarized. The whole departments uh, in a, yeah. a whole probably shouldn't be in just in my opinion. Yeah, not not as much <laughs> as they are now. But yeah, you want you want right. to have your elite guys ready in their weird van at a moment's notice yeah. for the when things well, go otherwise, real south. Yeah. Otherwise, those special weapons aren't special. Yeah. 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 Point. They're just yeah. normal weapons. It's normal. It's Nwat. Yeah. Nwat. You don't want Nwat. <laughs> call, somebody call in Nwat. Why call them? They're a bunch of Towats. Yeah. <laughs> they're normal weapons. Towats. But uh, yeah, they. So that's tactics with a tactic. Yeah, no, I got you. Uh, I knew you weren't right. saying the word twat. I just wanted to make sure I was right. hearing that right. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> I forget where I was going now. I got on twat and I couldn't get back. You got on twat. Uh, the uh, special back. weapons militarization of the police. Yeah, militarization. Yeah, nope, nope. It's yep. gone. We're going it's somewhere. Gone. I don't know where you were going. It's gone. Uh, speaking Stop of those items, those those like legit props and stuff, uh, some of the trivia uh, is interesting. It says, as a wrapped gift to mark the end of filming, Samuel Mother Effin L. Jackson offered the principal <laughs> cast a signature nine millimeter pistol with the letters SWAT inscribed on the handle. Nice. So if that's true, that whole the whole crew walked away with these rad pistols because Samuel L. Jackson was all like, <laughs> "Acting like fools, head. shooting them in the air." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mail it to yourself from the rap party. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So this would have been this is definitely NSA t- or uh, t- uh, TSA, TSA time, yeah. right? Because we're right after yeah, two thousand three. We're after yep, right after nine yeah. eleven. And I yep. and I I thought this movie thought way too highly of the professionalism of the tsa agents they seemed <laughs> and, they and seemed really agreeance yeah. exactly that's yeah just remember to mail it to yourself yeah but okay. they were also very just like sir this is the thing here are the Our five statues burp, 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 burp. and they were like way too professional for what i've experienced in tsa there's no right. way that's real oh so, i want to watch that film yeah. tsa the movie the real story yeah. The movie is a love letter to law enforcement. Like there, yeah. the movie takes no chances. It, of course, like I say, it's a pile of tropes. So you have to have a cop gone bad and then a mole and so on. But like this movie is like so apologetic at all turns, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it's, it never ever let, lets you think, Oh wow, that's a busted system. Those, the, yeah. you know, we, we need to, we need to fix something here. Yeah. Nope. Nope, the SWAT team will fix everything. They'll fix everything, yeah, because they're super cops. And a couple of listeners had even said, one on Twitter, and then I got an email also saying, I couldn't make it through this week's movie because uh, it was too, uh, one of them used the term raw, raw cops. And and I thought, well, this tone, that kind of tone, 
is not unusual for this kind of movie. So it's, let's take Fast and the Furious, a very similar feeling kind of series to me is this film. Came it's out like, the yeah. same yeah. year? Yeah, it's a so, sort of ish. In fact, uh, Paul Walker was supposed to be street in this and he something happened. Right. He turned it down or something. Um, or I want to be here. real street. I don't want to play a character named street. <laughs> I want to be on the street. Oh, here it is. Paul Walker was set to play Jim Street, um, even started training, but had to drop out due to filming Too Fast, Too Furious, which also came out in 2003. Mm, and that you? movie was a piece of shit. Anyway, honestly, honestly, I just want to stop a second and hold on street. Uh, he's totally not uh, interesting to me in this movie. Like he's not, he's not the lead. He's on the poster. He's the first name. And I'm just like, I don't care about this. There's nothing about the way this character is written or portrayed that makes him of great interest to me. He's a video game when he spits on his boss's shoes at the end. He's a video game shooter story uh, campaign character is what he reminds me of. He's almost, he almost doesn't need a voice. He is almost like, you know, Hey, you're, you're, you know, Morgan, not Morgan Freeman. What's the guy's name in uh, Half-Life? I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Freeman? Meet me here, Freeman. I can't uh, think of his first name. Gordon Freeman. Not Martin Gordon. Freeman either. Uh, no, not Gordon Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> now, just anyway. remember the character is somewhat already pre-written in from the TV series. Gordon Freeman. Gordon, Gordon Freeman? Freeman? It is Gordon yeah. Freeman. Okay. Yeah. Freeman? Jim, Jim Street is actually one of the characters from the the seventies, yeah, right. it was it right. was Plays what's his very name? much straight. Uh, that's the, who's the guy? Uh, 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 ah, he played Spencer. Um, oh, uh, Yurik? Yurik, Robert Yurik. Yeah, that's who played really? Street in the okay. original. Yeah, I never saw the seventies TV show either. I didn't. I, I I've, barely. I've, have any I've seen a few just episodes that were playing on the. Do you guys get cozy TV? You guys get. Where's cozy? Where do we get air, that? Where do you get over cozy? the air TV and that Is kind that, of stuff? Yeah, we used to. We had a terrestrial yeah. antenna for a while, and yeah. You what, know, is what is cozy? What is cozy? Let run all day. Tell me about cozy. Let the decades. Let the decades just fly by. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tell me yeah. about cozy. What do you get on there? What's what's the what's the uh, love currently? Boat. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, lots of love boat. Twenty four hours of love boat. <laughs> mm. Okay, but it is. It's like you classic. Know, everything it's almost from like, a from a yeah. specific decade, right? It's like all yeah. your seventies, um, whatever was popular at the time. So they call yeah. it cozy because I mean, well, they like, ran uh, Wonder Woman, Six yeah. Million Dollar Man. Uh, you know, just anything that was huge for that particular decade, they would run. I think they even run like Friends, uh, not Friends, uh, uh, Office, The Office. The I think office. They did oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so what I mean, do they think? It's like the comfort TV of those decades. Is that's that a, that's a good kind of, way yeah. to explain it. The okay. comfort yeah. TV, cozy TV, that would make sense. Uh, Highway to Heaven, yeah. Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't want to see. And those they back run back. like six-hour blocks of them, so it's like, yes. oh, I've, you've turned in the middle of a love boat block, and uh, I hope you <laughs> like churro. Time to churro. Yeah. How about Walker Texas Ranger? That on there? Can I get that? I I wouldn't doubt it at some point. I'm not saying it is or not. I'm just saying. Doctor, I used to how about Doctor Quinn rough. Medicine Woman? <laughs> Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman touched by an yeah, angel. Yeah. How about touched oh, by an angel? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Anything that just like, you know, you need that noise in the house. So you just turn it on. <laughs> yeah. Emergency. Yeah. All of those old. Oh, 70s man. OK, so this things. is that's what this SWAT yeah. stuff is cut from. So emergency, yeah. Adam 12, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I do kind of wish and I know there's things like, you know, Chicago, whatever it is. Hope. Not PD or Chicago. The, there's, <laughs> a, there's like the three of them, right? There's Chicago yeah, Fire, Chicago, Chicago Life. Oh, those things. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like ER was an example of a, a kind yeah. of a show like that, although a much different kind of take on it. But I kind of miss that 
Uh, isn't there nine one one right now at yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. Isn't Is that there, the thing? There's She's a like ton of the call center. Tina yeah. watches uh, those and likes them. There's Lone Star, right? Nine one one Lone Star yeah. and, yeah. and HBO has Reno nine one one. So you oh, can that, watch that. That, show. that show's yeah. great. But like Blue Bloods, my wife loves Blue Bloods, and oh, I think yeah. I think that's a good example of this sort of thing. Yeah, mustache bloods. But it's yeah. uh, uh, this this movie likes to amp that all up like just take it to the next level yeah and i yeah. think it does a good job of it but i understand why people would be annoyed with the kind of rah-rah stuff uh because yeah. it's just well, not it, i don't know if it, i don't it think goes, it's realistic it, it goes like this movie goes so far to establish street as a badass like he was he was a navy seal and like it, it like it has him it has him win the the run the running across the field and shooting competition over right, uh, you right. know the best the formerly best SWAT member that they have on hand and uh you know like just it goes it tries so hard you know and it's like uh okay and, so the LA, know, it, LA SWAT team is apparently real real badass you know like right the, it's just, it, it just know, tries yeah. too hard mm. it does try but, hard but it's got to be you know it's got i mean if you're going to see a movie called SWAT I mean, sure. it, I mean it's going to glorify kinda, some people. Yeah, it's going to glorify some people. And, you know, as also, and this is just personal opinion, things that I've seen. I'm not trying to put anything in your head. You believe what you believe. But I believe this. The more training you have uh, in places, uh, especially when it comes to police enforcement, the more training you have and the more serious they take it, the less mistakes they make and the less egregious behavior we see. So I feel like probably in most cases SWAT is probably some pretty solid work most of the time. Yeah, and sure. I don't think they were rah rah in the okay. other parts of the departments. Right. But like like there's less the, training. Like like there's the trove of the interservice rivalry in this movie. Right. Where, yeah. Um mm-hmm. Hondo is a former Marine, right? And they, they mm-hmm. joke at each other. Uh, um I actually knew a Marine who came out of active service, uh got an honorable discharge had served in Iraq and lived in my house for a few months. In did you know it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know <laughs> okay <laughs> Were you aware that he was living in your house? Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I foster home to Marine yeah. in 2004 and uh, he was looking for work. He was looking for work in Round Rock, Texas. And so like the very first thing he did was he went and applied for the police Academy and uh, they just refused they like yeah, they yeah. said up so front we we do not uh take somebody who is just uh you know like all they have on their resume is i'm a, i was a marine that is right. not that does not make a great cop and that really stuck with me like it's it's t- to this day i i i mm-hmm. wonder is that was that a unique situation is that the way most police organizations right. operate you know yeah that's crazy. I, it's a good question because there is such a a, a huge difference between area to area i mean all across the country in police you know because i like locally we have a good police force but i you know i know down the street there's you know a couple of counties over us you know it's not so good it's all about leadership in in my opinion and that leads all the way down yeah you're i think you're not wrong but i had no idea that would be the case with ex-military being uh looked over because they were you know they, they don't and that want could that. be in just areas too right it, it could be yeah maybe it's, maybe maybe every department's different i have no idea but it just I, I guess it makes sense to me now that i hear it it's a different kind of um you know it's a different kind of training if you're if you're a marine yeah. and you saw time over in afghanistan or wherever 
you were probably there to shoot and kill somebody unless you were in a very technical job or something else. And they don't want that for cops necessarily. They want your, you know, your training and your, I don't know, your familiarity right. with firearms and protocol mm-hmm. and everything else, but they don't want you, uh, you know, at the snap of a twig to shoot the four suspects who you thought looked fine. <laughs> and that's, and that's the thing, like the, the impression I got, this is just my experience was that the round rock police department was, was uh, looking for people that were good with people and willing to train them to be a cop yeah. more than they were looking for people who were badass with a gun and needed to train them to be good with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that right. makes sense to me. That's but it is, it is reflective of our current, uh, you know, our, our current experiences or exposure as a society right now in the U S that, you know, uh, we are in certain areas, anti police. And so, I mean, I, I can certainly understand people's passions, uh, well, and, being there. So, I mean, and, and this movie just kind of skirts around anything like that. Right. The movie is just like, you know what? This the is three. The bad guys are just straight up villains. Like they're just, you know, they're like, you're gonna, you're gonna want them dead. And then we're not yeah. going to have any, we're not going to have any like real complications. Uh, I, I love that. Like from the moment that Jeremy Renner throws Colin Farrell's head into a mirror, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. we, we just, we're, so we're good. Like for the rest of the movie, we're just like, you know what? He's going to kill Jeremy Renner. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't yeah. predict that he would kill him by putting him under a train. Oh my God. You guys happen to have closed caption all the time. Cause I couldn't, no. I couldn't hear everything. <laughs> what happened? Why? I, what I did, did describe it as what did they describe the yeah. same? It, it was like words, 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 grunts, grunts, grunts. And then all of a sudden it just goes squish. I'm like, I'm like squish. Really? Oh man. That's funny, dude. That's very funny. Actually, that they did that. Um, By the way, I'm just going to quickly slip this into our discord. I I made a gif of the uh, bathroom scene where he smashes the glass. Oh, that was so, it was really intense at the time. But if you look at this now and repeat, it's, it's off to the left. It's not, it's probably so he didn't really hit it. You know, who was off. Oh yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. You know what I loved in this movie? It I, I love hate and Randy Mitchum in his intro. Is that Larry or Larry Poindexter played Thomas Fuller Captain Thomas Fuller? Oh he was <laughs> they just kept giving him they just kept making him worse and worse. He but he wasn't evil. He was just he just had an ego that just wouldn't quit. And he was just it was working counter to what everybody was trying to do. I just hated him, and that's good. If yeah. you can make me hate somebody pushing, that much, yeah. paper yeah. pushing punk. Yeah, yeah, just He's, like uh, pencil dick from Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> you hate him. You hate same, him. Same yeah. guy from. Yeah. Uh, he was the reporter on Die Hard. That same dude. He's yeah. the worst. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hate, hate that guy. <laughs> He's such good a good job. Um, yeah, there's a lot of. I thought really good casting in this. I didn't think anybody mm-hmm. was miscast. Everybody felt like a strong addition to the main characters. All the secondary characters. Uh, it just. I don't know. This felt like a cohesive, but, you know, throwaway kind of arcade game of a movie. But I had so much fun with it. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I was expecting it to be going into it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And now there's a a ton of, uh, you know, cast trivia and director trivia about this movie and how many hands it switched between. And I don't know if any of it's true. All I know is this. I'm glad that we got the director Clark Johnson doing this because this movie could have very easily stepped over into something bad very quickly. I mm-hmm. mean, being, you know, being a little bit too 
brash or something. It's yeah, just, his, it, it, I liked it, his style. Um, Clark Johnson yeah, known for, let's see, there's something else we watched that he did, and I'm trying to find it here, but he's known mostly for a whole bunch of episodes of Homicide Life on the Street, which was a very cool show in its time. Right. Um, it's did a Homeland episode, like a lot of TV stuff, but back in the yeah. day, oh, a bunch of Wire episodes. That's cool. Um, yeah, that's probably what I'm feeling. That's probably what I'm feeling right there. The he's wire. also uh, Deke's handsome partner in SWAT. That's, <laughs> in the character, the credits. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. That's, how, that's that. what his uh, credit was listed. The guy that <laughs> yeah. was with Deke before they stole Deke and t- took him to the team. Um, right. He directed a bunch of Bosch episodes. He just seems like a guy who's got a good eye for stuff like this. And uh, Here's, here's a job. couple of people they looked at. Michael Bay, Rob Cohen, Antoine Fuqua, Michael Mann. Joel Schumacher, Tony Scott, Zack Snyder. Oh my God! That's I all mean, of them. and John uh, Woo. Yeah, John Woo. Almost yeah, there was there was a lot of homage to John John Woo in this movie. I uh, again in the fight scene between Street and Gamble at the very end. Uh, it it was it's so dark you can't really see what's going on. But even oh then, yeah, I hate that. Even then, the director and cinematographer are like, "Let's suddenly have a, sh- a shot as though you're Gamble looking up at Street, and he's got the gun and he's looking right down yeah. the barrel." You know, yeah. they, it's like, yeah. it was really John yeah. Woo. That was past. like John Woo without the slow mo. Uh, I was going right. to say, did they did they uh, try to shoehorn uh, birds flying away in slow motion? <laughs> Were there any doves <laughs> taken <laughs> off? Yeah. Yeah. There's always pigeons at a at a, a rail yard, right? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Always. You Melvin can always find it. They're not quite as good as doves, but we'll take them in a pinch. Can I, can I share my favorite piece of trivia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you guys know the Sixth Street Bridge in Los Angeles. You've seen ah, it. Familiar hundreds with it, yeah. of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is like if you're filming something that takes place in L.A., you try to film on the Sixth Street Bridge. <laughs> so, so film crews always close that thing down, and everybody hates them for it. So <laughs> uh, they're, they close the bridge for filming. They're, uh, they've got a Learjet parked on the bridge. I would like to know how they did that. Maybe they, maybe they just drove the jet onto a truck and right. towed it over Wheeled there. it over. Yeah. I, I don't know. But they've got a Learjet parked on the bridge. There's barely any room left on the bridge because there's a jet on it. Mm-hmm. And, and if you've lived in Southern California or at any time at all, you're aware that there is always a high-speed pursuit going on somewhere. Always right, right. Mm-hmm. in yeah. this town, yeah. in this right. part of the world, in yep. SoCal. Like, I watch high-speed pursuits on TV every day. There's a channel called KTLA that is basically <laughs> yeah. dedicated. We know. Okay. <laughs> the whole world knows, Randy. We've all seen it. Yeah, so, I have seen it. So this film crew is filming this movie, and a high-speed chase drives right across the nice. 6th Street Bridge. Perfect. Yeah. And you know, uh, uh, It should be mentioned, too, that... Uh, Italian job and Hollywood homicide were also being filmed at the exact same time. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. In LA. Job, so, by the way. Yeah. So of course, uh, anytime there's a high speed pursuit with the actual LAPD, there's all of these t- helicopters. You get lots and lots of footage of it. And, uh, according to the trivia, the film crew tried to go buy some footage from helicopter ah. so on, <laughs> and incorporate it into the movie. And they just couldn't nice. find a way to make it make sense. Ah, that's too bad. Right, right. It's a part yeah, of that is you got to match nighttime and, you know, you got to do all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right. Now, the thing that felt the best to me, I think when they opened this film, they literally took, uh, they, they took almost, I wouldn't say shot for shot, but they took a, a very, uh, a very realistic look at like 
people standing on the street with you know automatic weapons mm-hmm. because that was based on a, a, something an event that happened in 1996 mm-hmm. where that they actually was uh, media there filming. Yeah, I uh, saw a that. Of I people remember on that. the streets. Yeah, that was intense. And, yeah, doing we, that. and we talked about that with uh, Michael Mann's Heat. Yeah, because that yes. came out r- a lot closer to that event. Yeah, 94, yeah. I think was Heat. In fact, yeah. In fact, I remember people at the time going, "Well, this is like heat. Maybe they're copying the movie because like we're going bl- to blame everything on movies and video games. Let's do it. It's right. heat for sure." Uh, the the uh, one thing I, kind of related to that. The one thing I, if I had any big complaints here, is that they should have just gone for an R rating. I think PG thirteen right, made it feel right, a little toothless. Right. But again, if you're gonna if you're going to be really really praising of an existing group, right? If you're going to have actual Los Angeles SWAT team people going to the movies, you might want to, you might want to keep it this way. Maybe. I I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't need the SWAT team to do terrible R rated things so much as I just, I I don't know what it felt. It would have felt more, more biting to have like French guy that that him right. shooting him off. And let's is let's lame. face it, Scott. You wanted a uh, tidy whitey man to be completely. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted uh, uh, pulling up her shirt, booby girl on the side. Oh yeah, during the, with the marriage proposal. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I like pulling up her shirt, booby girl. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I I like that. What's in uh, the credits? I'm just reading the credits. Oh, is, okay. Was it the credits? No, no, I'm kidding. That's awesome. Oh my god. Well, I didn't. Yeah, I liked. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I like Booby Girl. Booby Girl's cool. No, it wasn't. I was going to say at all. Samuel L. Jackson. This is interesting. I think because basically, okay. So this is five years before he would join the MCU as Nick Fury, uh, which would be in the closing credits of 2008's Iron Man, which really kicked things off, and ten years after his run on Jurassic Park. Uh, Just to give you kind of a range, he wouldn't play Nick Fury. SWAT bullshit. Yeah, hold on to your SWAT butts. Anyway, he um. He's basically Nick Fury in this movie. If you think about it, comes in, yeah. picks a hand, picks a team. It's an yeah. elite squad and it's all based on this stuff. And Nick Fury and him are real good at doing it. Like, this is what he does, man. Triple X, yeah, same thing. Yeah. He's just like, hey, yeah. what's what's what do we want Sam Jackson for? Eating a burger and shooting a guy. And then uh, Jurassic Park, hold on your butt to hate this hacker shit. And then also put a team together. Like, those are his yeah. three jobs. Put, put yeah. teams together, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's good at putting teams together. He's really good. I, I want like my team. It. Yeah. I kind of like him in that. that yeah. That's a good role. role. Yeah. You should keep doing it. Keep keep that sort of stuff up. I don't know when we're going to see him again in this context, but uh, somebody said, uh, what was SWAT it? SWAT 2, because this movie set it up like it was wanting a SWAT really 2, something terrible. Well, we didn't do it. But there is a series now. It's on now, right? Called SWAT. No, yeah. uh, I think it ended. Did 2017, it just, It started in 2017. It had old what's his name from uh, Criminal Minds. Oh, why am I forgetting his name? All of a sudden, they canceled it. I mind. thought it was still I, on. Um, it might still be on, but I thought it was having trouble. Four seasons started in 2017, so yeah, probably so. Maybe uh, it's still running. I thought it got canceled it here. Sw18. Yeah, still new ones coming on. Looks like a new episode. So Brian's wrong. 421, a new episode. Yeah, it's still it's still still on and. The one guy on there, Shamar uh, Moore. Yeah, Shamar Moore. Sweet. That's the guy I'm thinking of. He's kind of yeah, cool. He's he's so cool looking. It's hard for me to take him serious though. He's so freaking. He's, he's too so cool. Dang handsome. It's just like, you know, and he looks like he's he's got that. He's just got that look. Like I'm serious. I'm yeah. super serious. He's right too now, good looking. I think I'm it's serious. It's actually works yeah. against him slightly. It, I think it does too. CW yeah. effect. I hate that a little That's bit. Terrible because he's he's pretty good actor and he's you know he's pretty. He, He's very physical, able to do the things. So I really hate that I think yeah. that. My wife lots, watches a lot of Criminal Minds, and he's her favorite. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's my favorite. Now she has to watch SWAT because he left. (laughs) I can't believe that show's still on. They're like on their 16th year, 17th year or something. That's just nuts. You guys, there were like five, six seasons of Criminal Minds before we started film set. Think of that. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Right? That's weird. Anyway. um, I want to tell you who's cool looking. Who's that? Um, (laughs) When we mentioned mentioned her a little bit earlier, but... uh, this for some reason this movie tries to uh, portray Street as being uh, a cop who loses everything yeah. for a little right. while. Yeah, right. Uh, like and so like he literally is shown going home and his girlfriend is uh, on on the way out. Right, and that's right. Uh, she's played by Ashley Scott, and Ashley Scott is so cool looking. I don't know what it is about. Yeah, her, she is. But yeah. she's, she's, her eyes are far apart. Oh, is that it? <laughs> it is. It. Yeah, I mean that's a I thing. Right. She could have. <laughs> I guess if they if they'd made uh, <laughs> Queen's Gamb- if they made Queen's Gambit back then, she would have been. Uh, mm. right. <laughs> she would have been like so, a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, and she, it's a total throwaway. But then she ends up being Boxer's sister, and it's like, Correct. oh Correct. no, yeah. why'd you do this movie? It's too. And why did you do the thing? No, no, the thing. No, no, no. But anyway, <laughs> there's just there's just a moment where she's leaving. She's on her way out. She's breaking up with him. And she's still, re- she's really into him. Like she still loves him, but he's yeah. absent because he's lost his, you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's slipping. Yeah. Anyway, the acting there, I just thought was, was perfection. Yeah. And it just, it really stuck with me the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was a really good scene. They had a really, they had really good chemistry together. I'm, so I could have seen them do it more for their, the, for their brief few seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, I'm so, so, so glad that they didn't get back to physical, chem- physical chemistry. Yeah. I am too. Like I, that's so typical and so usual. I was kind of glad to hear that. They, they implied they were going to do it because he was, uh, what Hondo did was bring back stability in his life and he needed that. And so now he was looking at, taking a turn. This movie was very much about, um, team members being a family and, it was an extended family, and you know I think that's what and, felt. And with good Michelle about Rodriguez, seven. you know, you're always family. Yeah, you have right. I was gonna exactly. say she's done this before or again in uh, the yeah, Fast and yeah. the Furious movies, but so but yeah. I I I enjoyed that, and I love them. Randy mentioned earlier about the the little flashback montages or side flash, I guess, to uh, everybody's family because that was a real cheap oh, right. and easy. It was a real cheap and easy way for us to. You know, invest into the characters, humanize. Yeah. yeah. Well, at really the same quickly. time, at the same time, we just had Michelle Rodriguez being like, "I want to get drunk. I got a babysitter," yeah, yeah. and uh, oh, I didn't <laughs> I like that. that. I didn't, I didn't yeah. like it at all. Yeah, they were playing. I love some, hated it yeah. because you know, uh, Colin uh, Jim Street and Sanchez they they were kind of on the on the outside. They were they were the ones that were not stable, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, we'll in, in theory, they're the, they're your hair oh, trigger. You know, who knows right. what they're gonna do? They're really stuff. married to the job more than anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she, yeah. she, we were what we were just talking about movie. We we're gonna maybe watch. Oh, we we're talking about watching Avatar. She's I keep forgetting she's in that. Oh, yeah, she's oh. a pilot. Uh, and and of course, when you said, "What about Samuel L. Jackson in another film sack movie?" We we will eventually watch Snakes on a Plane. We have to. Oh yeah, we have to get around yeah. to that. Even though I think that thing was trying to force itself into being campy, I still think it's worth it. Of course. Doing, so. It was called Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, I, don't like, I don't like being manipulated, and I felt like that uh, yeah, movie yeah. tried to, so I never saw it. So I don't even know what I'm getting into. I guess yeah. I just, I'll find out when we find out. Do you think Snakes on a Plane allowed all these other movies like Sharknado to come around? It's like, I or was don't. It, which was first? I actually was, think I actually think Snakes on a Plane, like Scott just said, was willed into existence by the genre. 
Right. And, and it, so it wasn't, it wasn't a genre driver. It was a, it was a, you know, like the, the prescription was out there and this filled it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, wasn't, it was called something else before snakes on a plane. And it was, it was the fact that it was named snakes on a plane that made it so campy. Right. Or, yeah, exactly. or I, oh, well, I, that feels like something I remember as well. I don't remember that I, at all. My memory is that some, that someone made a, a fake trailer treatment for <laughs> okay. a movie. And and that they called it snakes on a plane. And that's they, just my memory. And they made a movie out of it. Wrong. Well, that's crazy. Two years before we could, his, we could uh, use the Google, but nah, who yeah. wants to do that? <laughs> I got time for that. I, I love it. I love it when fake trailers become movies. That's another. That's another genre, right? Like, See, right. And that feels like where Sharknado would have come from. Right. Yeah. yeah. It feels yeah. like the genesis of something like that. Yeah. By the way, side actors. I just want to mention this guy because I really like him. Paige Kennedy plays Travis. He's sort of one of. Um, uh, one of Hawkeye's buddies uh, in the bar oh, yeah, almost yeah. gets in a fight with him. I just think that guy is cool in everything he does. Yeah, yeah. He was he had quite the presence just to be on there for a screen just for a couple of minutes. I kept going, ooh, yeah. I want to know more about that character. And it's funny. I don't know if they film more scenes with him because it feels like they was wanting to explore that relationship, but they didn't. And even when they were doing the you know the heist, uh, I, I, I saw him, I saw the back of his head a couple of times. Yeah. So I know he was there, but I'm like, where's he at? What's he doing? What is Travis? Where's I'm he also at? starting to notice a, a, a sting here, a, the pattern. I just saw it again. So I'm starting to think that anyone I actually like has right. all, they've all been on Robot Chicken at least once. <laughs> and I don't so know they have that. have a sensibility like it, to them. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe that's it. They're, they're willing to do, yeah, I'll do a voice for your dumb stop motion yeah, sure. Robot Chicken show. Like there's something about that about. that makes me. I don't know. I don't know why. I've just noticed this with like the last ten times I've looked at an actor and thought, "Oh, I'd love to see more of them," and I'll dig down and go, well, I, "Oh, robot." I know who I would. I know who I would love to see more of, uh, and I always butcher his last name, so you have to forgive me. But it's uh, he's Noel Guglimi. How do you say it? I don't know how you say his Guglimi. last name. He was in the Fast and the Furious, and he was the lat Latino bad guy in this one. Latino, the one bug. with the bloody nose. Uh, yeah. Always plays, you know, he plays, he's played, always plays a Latino thug. He's just, he was in training day too. Yeah. He was just been in. in oh, that guy. Things. Oh yeah. He's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Guglielmi. His Guglielmi. name was pronounced okay. Guglielmi. Guglielmi. And, and uh, <laughs> that guy, that guy, that's one of those, that's one of those actors who literally walked on to his first roles without any acting experience or training right. at all. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, he, he's, uh, he could be the next Danny Trejo, mm. but mm. Danny Trejo is so great because he's, uh, he's self-deprecating. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's so good at that. Oh yeah. Danny Trejo. Ain't his first, yeah. his first role was in a Taco Bell commercial at the age of 15. Wow. Really? Pushing those yeah. seven ingredients. That's what all you right, do. By the way, did we all, <laughs> did we all see the commercial with Danny Trejo, Patton Oswalt and my friend day nine? Uh, no. no. When did that happen? Recently? Yeah, there's a new there's a new uh, uh arena uh Magic the Gathering arena commercial. Oh, I know what he's talking about. And yeah, Day 9, that. Day 9 apparently lives in a house with Danny Trejo and Patton Oswalt. Wait. Right. Oh, I get it. Is the, the premise of the thing is that he lives there. Right. I get it. The three of them <laughs> live together. Yeah, yeah. They really live together. <laughs> yeah, these are that's all the whole in, thing. In that's real the life, joke. these are all married men, Scott. No, no that's a reality it. show that I would pay to watch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a it's like a two and a half minute long commercial. It's really funny. Huh. That's interesting. I haven't seen I didn't I didn't even know that happened. That's that's a big deal for day nine. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And him. he's uh 
He's put on a little uh, extra pounds. Well, that's fine. He can be, yeah, he's getting yeah. older, like it the rest of us. A little COVID weight. A little COVID weight. Well, Y'all got it right? I think it's a metabolism <laughs> thing. All our metabolisms die like a big old rock and just lay there and go, eh, I'm not processing <laughs> anything anymore. <laughs> just get fat. You guys want care. some jowls? Here yeah, you go. Here's, here's some, some jowls. jowls. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, what you want? You going to finish that? Of course you are. Right? Of course you are. <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a, some scrutiny here, but I'm not sure what I wrote. Screw well, I got some scrutiny. Um, the guy in the plane is a freaking cheat. Oh, oh, it's the, the sleeper. No, I know what it is. Or, yeah. So, so when you go to try to get your plane back, and they do the, the this is the final exercise oh, that gets them, you know, yeah. basically solid as a team or whatever, and it's the fake plane with the fake bodies and everything in the seats. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a cheat to say. Go. It's like the Kobayashi Maru for Kirk. It's like there's no way to win this yeah. because there's a guy yeah. in them who looks like a passenger who's got a gun. You've got no indication of that, and sure that can come up. And right. yes, you hope you react properly, but that's just cheating. That's just favoring the house. That annoyed right. me. Right. I mean, uh, and I get it because it's like, well, you gotta you gotta expect the unexpected because there could be somebody hiding in a in a terror. And because they've done that before. I mean, there's real. I, I guess there is. I've seen it plenty of times in movies. How about there's a movie trope that there is a sleeper, you know, an an agent who is. Who is good, bad? Yeah, you know, it, so. it could be, it, and so you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, is there ever a more on the nose example of foreshadowing <laughs> than when their test to be a SWAT team yeah. takes place on a yeah. plane Every, instead of a right. bus? Yeah. Like everything in this movie is <laughs> telegraphed. Yeah. It's like you see this knife, you're going to see it again. Yeah. You see this, you know, you see this, oh, you're going to see it again. Yeah. TJ, up, get, TJ getting shot and looking all sheepy about it. Going to happen again. Right. It's going to happen again. No, the thing that made me, the thing that kind of lost me in this movie, it was, it took itself kind of serious, but you know, then it had moments of levity. So I like that. But there, there was the, the end scenes where, where, uh, where they had the hostages. They had the rich hostages. Yes. The two people. I, oh, couldn't, the lady I couldn't stop laughing. Fresh on her face. She yeah. only, they, she only <laughs> screamed. She only screamed. When you saw her looking through a window, either yeah. you were on the outside of the window <laughs> or she was on the inside of the window, but she was always screaming every time you saw her and she was always behind a pane of glass. And I was almost going, is there something, is there a meaning here? No, because it is feeling really weird yeah. about after the fifth yeah. time I saw her getting, you know, you know, her passing a window with her face. Oh, right. Yeah. That is the best way you can't hear her. And you just see her face like, yeah. <laughs> I did like I liked how Jeremy Renner was always using props of uh, people as props to say, look, remember that time that I took that shot and wasn't and was okay yeah. shooting through the lady to kill the guy. You're not willing to yeah. do that, so I'm just going to keep jumping in front of people, behind people. And yeah. there's something yeah. about that just made me want to freaking kill him. He was such an ass. Yeah, it was, but that was good because it felt like that Spider Man moment where it's like, oh, you let you know because you was like, nah, I can't roll over on my partner, but then your partner ends up being. The, the real devil. shit. Yeah, the worst. And so that that's a very that's a very timely topic because you know we're always talking about this. Like, what about the you know the brotherhood? Mm-hmm. This in you know in the police department because you don't you, to be a good partner you do have to be trustworthy and back your partner up. But at a certain point you have to go. Oh yeah, but they're breaking the law. Yeah, but you know, they they're, yeah they're, they're, they're abusing they're the, the worst. System. Yeah, they're yeah. Satan's nipple. Yeah, what so, are we doing? 
it, it's very topical in in my opinion. I just want I want to agree with Scott Jeremy Renner. Man, right. he's just this. He's this naturally squinty eyed, and he has this like natural, just a tiny bit of natural eyeliner. Yeah, and you just right. like, I don't. Oh, I freaking yeah, I don't, don't trust him. Like, Something about it. I don't trust you, buddy. And and yeah. like this this would change for me in uh, see 2007's 28 weeks later. He's he's a really mm. good guy in that, right. and. From then on, that's how I thought of him. But there was a time where Jer- anytime Jeremy Renner showed up, I was like, oh, we're in the shit now. Right. This is bad. What's he doing here? Oh, man. But now he's Hawkeye. You know, he's Clint. He's, yeah, he's Hawkeye. Right. He's good. He's, I, I like him better in that role. Now, yeah, in 2000... Ronan's bad. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, know. yeah. Ronan. Yes, maybe so. <laughs> maybe he's... Yep. Uh, so I'll tell you who else took a hit in this film. Vegetarians and liberals. Uh, <laughs> They they smacked him across the face a couple of times. Man, Certainly looks stupid. vegetarians. What's the uh, what's the yeah. liberal smacked across the face? Well, they, you know, I think the local J just he just dropped it. He's like, uh, oh, the lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, the lady. She's a she's a great That's actress. Octavia, That's Octavia just, Octavia Spencer. Uh, oh, yeah, Octavia, Octavia Spencer, Spencer making a little porch. Yeah, yeah. And and then local J says, "We'll see how liberal you are when he's uh, when he's breaking in your house, stealing your stuff." And I'm like, ah. Yeah, the vegetarians was, and liberals that yeah, can suck it, it out. At you. She, she, I hear you. Uh, she is so, and she's in so many movies where you didn't know her yet. We've done this yeah. a couple times on Film Sack where it's like, oh, she's in the elevator for three seconds or, or yeah. whatever. But man, she's really gone. That's right. She's in uh, the elevator right. in uh, Malkovich. Yeah, that's what it was. Lately, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lately on Film Sack, I've loved trying to imagine recommendals for. So I'm gonna. I'm going to guarantee that one of you is watching Thunder Force this week. Oh, I thought no. about it, but okay. then the reviews are so abysmal. <laughs> I can't do it, I don't think. Which doesn't surprise me. It just looks like something that would be very hard to get right. Yeah. And I like the people involved, okay? Yeah, Everybody course. involved. I like all of them. But, you know, Justin Bateman and some, I guess he's in some Jason smaller Bateman. role. Or Jason, sorry. I say you just Justin. want to say Justine, don't you? I do because she's the greatest of all time, and I would like to kiss her. <laughs> uh, Octavia um, Spencer as a mad scientist uh, turned superhero just makes me so happy. Like you can't, you can't go wrong with that. I don't care how bad it is. No, they went wrong. Great. They went wrong. Um, I mean, <laughs> and I'm with you that the concept is there's a good. I just know that's hard to ex- execute, and I know that they would just. I don't know, man. I don't know. My wife's been watching, uh, you know, Gilmore Girls for the fourth freaking time. Oh, nice. and it's got yeah. what's her name all over that thing. Uh, uh, the other one um, in the movie, uh, uh, Melissa, McCarthy. McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy's all over that show, and I just keep thinking, man, she could buy that show now. She yeah. can just turn right around and Probably. go, "Oh yeah, remember when I was a bit player on this thing? I'll just buy yeah. the whole thing, and then you can all have off." <laughs> anyway, but I still can't guess who's in that mask. She just doesn't. No, nope, she doesn't know. All right, yeah. check this out. Scrutiny. More scrutiny. Oh. Uh, there's no way, Randy. You're gonna to have to be our only source on this because you live in the larger California, LA area. You're in Orange County, but uh, the LA sewer system You've been full, doxed. Of, full of bats. They got a lot of bats down there. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds like horse shit to me in the sewers. There's no bats in there. Oh, there's bats. There's absolutely bats. Uh, really during the during the summer. During like the summer, Bruce yeah. Wayne what, level is it, of Austin? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Bruce Bruce Wayne levels of bats, like five million of them yeah, flying. Oh, that, no. No, that's that was overkill. I agree with you there. All right, but it wasn't it wasn't in, an invention. Like, I, I, hey, can you also speak to uh, how um, 
2003 technology worked. And if you get to the end of a tunnel, this disc got a big lock on it. Why your communications still don't work. I mean, <laughs> so weird. You, as soon as they open that gate, yeah. they're, yeah. Oh, well, we're good. We can hear you. We, now. Can, we can talk yeah. now. We open the gate. I'm like, just get into the entrance of the hole. You'll get a reception. No, it's that's a Faraday it cage, man. It's a Faraday cage. Oh, I see. Was, biggest, that's the secret. We yeah. didn't know it was a Faraday yeah. cage. Biggest lock I've ever seen in my life. Well, you got it, it has to be a it has to be a big lock to keep the homeless people out. Um, yeah. Right. By the way, video yeah, games I, have ruined me on claymores. In, in video games, claymores you just poop them down and run away. Like there's no right, like right, spend right. all your time feeding wires through things and being super careful and. and right. all I did that. love I did love how he shot it because in Grand Theft Auto you put a claymore on the back of a truck and then you run back mm. and shoot it with your gun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a, I just I just want to I want to go back to this bats thing though because. Uh, I think there's a, probably always something somewhere that if you hadn't ever lived there, you just wouldn't believe that that's normal. Mm. Uh, for me in Orange County, I always tell the story about how one evening a flock of parrots came to a shopping center what? That, that I was, in. It was after work and I'd gone to <laughs> uh, like a strip mall to go to like a liquor store or something. And it was just a typical urban setting. And something like four or five hundred parrots all oh my came and landed wow. all over every tree, every building, everything. There's parrots. It was That's crazy. crazy. You never think about parrots being a yeah. flocking bird because you only right. ever see one parrot at a time. At a time right. Yeah. I thought they were territorial. It's like they don't hang out in groups. That's yeah, mind boggling. This was early on when I first lived here, and I just couldn't believe it. I, I felt like there was. Like, Am I in Margaritaville? I, maybe I died. <laughs> and they were they were super 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 loud, and you know they were crapping everywhere. And so then I went and looked it up, and oh no, this is actually there is a flock, a known flock that's tracked by researchers. Uh, it started as some escaped pets in the like seventies or sixties or something. Did they say anything? And, were they talking? No, like a giant unison, They're like Polly want a cracker, 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 like that. <laughs> but like, if, if before that experience, if you had shown me a gigantic flock of parrots in like Disneyland or something, I would have just been like, "No, movie, no, you're making that up." It does feel like hocus pocus. That's crazy. That, that's 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 plague level conspiracy there. That's right. Just nuts. Yes, a plague yeah. of parrots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess they terrifying. I wonder what a group is. They're probably just somebody a flock, let the right? let the pet store door open. What's going on? I know that's yeah. just a, that to me is a crazy story. I'd love it. I'd love that. I would have man. That would be. Where's your phone? Get some photos of these birds. Right. Not right. not to get not to get back to the movie. Um, <laughs> but I will say one thing that bothered me in this movie consistently was the level of familiarity that the characters had with each other. Yet they must have had very short memories because there was like a, there was the shooting contest yeah. where TJ oh, a was company of parrots, by the way. Oh, oh really? I'm, I'm oh, sorry. wow. I didn't mean to interrupt your parrot <laughs> podcast. They're, they're, my movie <laughs> podcast. Yes, they, they incorporate. They register with the state. Yeah, <laughs> It's an unincorporated company of parrots. Yes. Uh, anyway, the shooting contest. It's an LLC. Oh, it's an LLC. Cards, yeah. by the way. Right. All right. But uh, yeah, so they were. Okay. So they were. Uh, they. They. They knew each other. He knew Street's capabilities. Everybody knew Street's capabilities. Why would you enter into a contest with someone you know oh, is the, obviously highly skilled uh, that, that has been right, the SWAT team? Right. But he, they wanted to go like, oh, well, he's did, just a cage junkie. It's like you know that he was well, before no, the did cage he, junkie. Did he know? Because it, it's he not did. like um, – uh, 
Oh, TJ was on the team with him. Yeah, that's they true. were. He, he went and he told him good thought, job out there. Yeah, he, he probably just thought, oh, he's been in the cage for six months. He's lost his edge. He's he's gonna be an easy easy to be. Plus, TJ is supposed to be cocky and arrogant. Right. And his, you know, well, well he, TJ effed up. But I think Boxer was the cockier of the two. I think. Oh TJ yeah, was, Boxer was pretty yes. cocky. Yeah. Well, he had a mustache. mustache. You got to be cocky to have that kind of yeah, stuff, man. Can't yeah. do it. But there was other things too, like they said. That uh, that Hondo had been gone for three years, and they didn't really say where, but they implied that he had worked there. Uh, and I'm like, well, you know, it's been he's been on the force, the you know, but Street's been on the force for five years in SWAT. I mean, I know it's a big area, but if either one of them working in the SWAT, they would sure at least be familiar with familiar with Hondo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was just like, it felt weird. They just kept. Having this forgetfulness about their familiarity. Who's that yeah. mystery guy walking in here, bossing everybody yeah. around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> only a classic great that's been gone for three years. You've only been here five. You wouldn't know him. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Within within a month of working at Blizzard, I knew everything about people who hadn't worked at Blizzard for a decade. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So I mean, it was weird. But yeah. hey, whatever. Yeah, that's it's fine. Complaint. It's totally yeah. fine. Uh, just like uh, one more. Th- yeah. yeah, I did have one more thing. Go ahead. One more thing. No, please. It's a ahead. technical thing. Please. I, I, I don't know why I feel like sh- sharing these notes with you, but I feel like doing it. No, it's all right. So yeah. if, if there's a, if I just want to know if I, if I'm ever planning on robbing a bank, can I go outside the bank, flip open a panel, plug in my RCA cables and check out the cameras inside? Is that, it was only <laughs> yeah, protected even, by a little simple mark, padlock. They even mark the port for you. They put up. Exactly. Board. I mean, is yeah. that, is that how that works? Um, I don't think you're, no, I'm going to say you well, can. Well, now it's all, now it's all Wi-Fi. You hook into the cameras via Wi-Fi. Right. But even Probably. in 2003, is that something you would have done? Like had the panel outside with no, just like one little padlock on it? I'd never buy it? that stuff because if it's that easy to get into, people would be dicking with that all the time. I oh, just, sh- yeah. Yeah. Come there's on. no way. There's no way. I think that stuff's just be like hand wavy freaking. Uh, Don't look at this, but do look at this Dr. Pepper promo. Don't Chekhov's look at this. Gun. That's right. Oh yeah, that so was many about- things, right? Like the the. Um- uh, things that are used for no reason, they don't really progress the story. The little right. the little wormy camera that he uses to go under the door and see the, that there's a hostage right there. Help me. It's only used just that once and then to see, <laughs> all right, there's nobody in the store and we can drop in there. They don't yeah. use it, you know, for anything else. And it seems well, like it, does, right, it always makes me that, laugh, though. Yeah. Yeah, you, know much I, you know how much I would crap my pants if I'm sitting somewhere and all of a sudden <laughs> those little worm snake comes in my room? Oh, mother. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're that hostage, your, your pants are already fully loaded. Right. Your pants are already fully loaded. Your tidy whities are. I'll bet there was right. a deleted scene where Michelle Rodriguez is using the toilet and the little camera mm. comes up on, on the <laughs> and she gives it the finger. She gives it. The oh, finger. she does like to give yeah, the finger because that's what she does. Yeah. She there apparently it. are some deleted scenes for this thing and probably yeah. this could be what made it on YouTube are. Mm. Oh, are they on YouTube? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was looking. I mean, obviously you don't get them on uh netflix streaming. or any of the streaming right. services which is a bummer that's something i feel like they they have to figure out a way to include yeah, yeah. but yeah. uh uh i'm wondering if that's if it is stuff like that that they said all right we're taking this out just to get get off the r rating maybe right that's a good point i again i say that that's that was a mistake if they did because i think yes. the movie would have benefited yes. from a little harder edge uh did you guys notice the one other thing i want to do and i could do this in sounds because it involves a sound but there was a weird cameo in this thing and i'm going to play the audio from it hmm. In case you missed it, here you go. An explosive and deadly day in Hollywood as a gun battle erupted between armed suspects and members of LAPD's elite SWAT unit. Details are still sketchy, but sources tell us there were fatalities, including two Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies. All right, now that voiceover happens exactly at the moment that our French uh, terrorist guy 
hits the mm. ground and gets arrested and is face to face with a certain Hollywood star. Oh yes, the Hollywood star. That turned oh, out that was Trebek. an uncredited Alex Trebek read of no, that news. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Thing. That was not Alex Trebek. Uh, that was totally Alex Trebek. I've I have found multiple sources confirming that Alex Trebek read it. And listen one more time, just the top, you can hear it. An explosive and deadly day in Hollywood is a It's totally him. It's totally him. Huh. I can feel it. I can feel it. I mean, I look, it's believable. How about that? Well, I'm telling you, there are multiple sources that say, for example, right. uh, when he's being handcuffed, let's see, this is from, can't find the link. Anyway, it says uh, down on Alex Trebek's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame at the very same time and instant this is shown, Trebek himself provides the uncredited newscast voiceover. A uh, whole bunch of these references. I find it, I find it entirely plausible. Yeah, I don't so I would plausible. say that trivia is yeah. good. Yeah. I see that or is, is it good. just that people see the name and they think, oh, that sounds like Alex Trebek. It's got to be Alex Trebek. I'm going to put that. Yeah, but I'm why would they do that? The why would they? Why would he go down face down, sit there and look at Alex Trebek's name for at least a second and then have this voice <laughs> happening behind him? There's no way it's not yeah, him. Yeah. It's got to be him. I feel like there, it should be. There are if stars. Not, there are stars all over that part of L.A. Like it's not just the no, one. No, I know, like but they oh, but that was looks at very it. intentionally. Yeah, he looks at it yeah, and it right. set, and the yeah. camera switches yeah. and it says Alex Trebek. Like I am I'm, telling I'm you, I'm just saying, I'm just saying there ain't no way that you get away with being fully uncredited. Like the sure uncredited list, get credit. His name's right there. Well, <laughs> 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 they do it all the time, though. This is not unusual. You have yeah. all kinds of uncredited. No. Super unusual that you don't have a name in the uncredited list on IMDb. Oh, like that's that's why I'm saying this. This must be some actual LA reporter who just sounds it's, a lot like. Trebek. I mean, it does sound like Alex Trebek, you know, but I'm but, I and before, but I didn't think that before you said, and then that's when you see him right on the star of Alex Trebek, right. and then hearing it again, it's like, oh yeah, that does sound just like Alex Trebek. Right. So I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's him. We need yeah. some an independent confirmation out there. Somebody get in, let us know. I Don't think say. the only person who could have you given know, us a, right. a full right. confirmation right. would have been the man <laughs> himself. And, right. I feel it. Yeah. The answer uh, is, who is Alex Trebek? Yep. Ding, yeah. 800. <laughs> Obscure cameos for 800, please. All right, come if, on. If let's move off of this. You're going to blow my Twitter post. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so if 18 years have passed and no one has managed to get it into IMDb, I would like an explanation. Well, it's in there. That. It's in the trivia on IMDb. It's not in the. Let's start uh, talking about the parrots again. It's not in the cast. No, I, I agree. I agree. But my point is like all that stuff is crowdsourced. So who knows if someone just didn't put yeah. it in or meant but, to put it in and didn't or whatever. Because if anytime there's uncredited, that's not the movie people. So doing the it. train distance between it. where the train left with the with Renner and them until the next stop. There's no way they could have stopped the train in between and then the characters had walked to the train. Oh, uh, well, no, you're right. It's too far. <laughs> you're right. It's yeah, too, it far. too far because the, the train left and, and then there's a whole scene of, an, uh, you know, an uh, exasperated <laughs> TJ who sits down. I mean, the train wasn't even within, you know, not even a quarter of a mile walk for these guys, but they showed like at least a good, you know, five or you know, at least a good. 20 seconds of of the other guy being yeah yeah you're right so, it's mean, it's one of those the last quarter of this movie is full of like okay hand wave that over here listen, yeah we gotta this. move it on move it along people yeah, move it along yeah it got a little nutty toward the end um and we'll talk about music here in a minute because i have some thoughts on that sanchez uh, is down hey you guys express vpn on deck once again all right look a few decades ago private citizens used to be largely that private 
What changed, you ask? Well, the internet. Think about everything you've browsed, searched for, watched, tweeted, whatever. Now imagine all of that data being crawled through, collected, and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record that they can sell, by the way. This is your record. Having your private life exposed for others to see was once something that only celebrities worried about. But in an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. So, to keep my data private, when I go online, I turn to ExpressVPN. Did you know that there are hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell your data? The worst part is they don't have to tell you who they are or what they're doing or who they're selling it to. They don't even have to get your consent. One of these data points is your IP address, and data harvesters have your IP uniquely identified by you and your location. And that kind of sucks. But with ExpressVPN, that connection gets routed through an encrypted server, and your IP address is masked. So every time I turn on ExpressVPN, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers, and that makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. The best part is how easy ExpressVPN is to use, no matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, smart TV, whatever. One button and you're protected. That is my favorite part of the service. You don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops. You literally push a button and you're in. So, if you're like me and you believe your data is important and your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash filmsack and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash filmsack. Go there today. Expressvpn.com slash filmsack today. Let's do a uh, let's do a, a bunch of clips, sound clips that I have of this film. And uh, they begin with this one here. Ramping up the angry acting. Enjoy. I save the hostage. You disobeyed the hold. No, I save that hostage. You disobeyed the hold. I save the hostage. <laughs> you disobeyed the hold. I don't know what that means. The hold. Oh, hold. the hold. They, they told him to hold. Yeah, they told him not to advance. Right. Okay. I kept thinking you were saying hole. It does sound like Disobey the hole. <laughs> it disobeyed the hole. Get out of my hole. It's the hole. <laughs> uh, sucking, uh, sucking something down. The wife would have my behind if she busted me sucking that down. Okay, there's your guy, Doctor Pepper. For using that for uh, my prom. Yeah, prom yeah. date. I mean, there was <laughs> a God. lot of prom date moments. There in were, this there movie. were. Yeah. I yeah. picked one, but there were many. Um, all right, SWAT or not? You're either SWAT or you're not. All right, that's cool. Here's Sam Jackson laughing randomly. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a time when we said flip this bitch when we when we meant turn the car all around? All the time. Was there ever a time? All yes. the time. I don't remember flip saying Yuli, that ever. Flip a bitch. Now, flip a bitch. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. What I was the there was a hang a hang a Larry? Hang a Louie? Hang a Louie. We said Larry yeah. here. Weird. What? Oh, really? Yeah. How would you hang a Larry? That well, makes no sense. Larry's I thought Louie was like a surfing term. Well, no, Louie and Le- and Larry like, are both left. Just left. Just left. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just tell okay. Yeah, just tells. Larry? I don't know. Some Larry's people ride Goofy. Some people ride, what's the other one? Riding Goofy. Ride bitch. That's, that's right. Oh, you're talking about skateboarding? Skateboard. It's riding Goofy when you switch. Feet. See, we're what riding Goofy, about? but what is it normally when you're not riding Goofy? What's that called? Non-Goofy. Non-Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> like Goofy foot? Yeah, you're talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, skateboarding. Forward. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I didn't mean to play that again. All right, here's, here's something about his ass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, my ass. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh-huh. Octavia Spencer early role. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, 
She was great. All right. Sweeping her porch. She's always sweeping her porch, it feels like, in these cameos. It's yep. like <laughs> very dirty porch. I feel like she can see me. Her eyes are she so big. She totally can see you. Yeah. Her eyes are so big, she sees everything. She sees all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and there, there are animes that are jealous of her eyes, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, here's a, Ro- a Rodriguez moment. Look, if you're internal affairs, that guy had double-edged razor blades in his mouth. Okay, I have a question. Did she say razor or did she screw it up? Because razor. I think she screwed it up. Here's a shortening of it. Razor. She says razor. Razor. Yeah, razor. razor. She's just saying razor. 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 <laughs> I, I think we need to notice the choice of music, which is uh, quite loud, by the way. The music was not subtle. Oh yeah, what was that? Look, oh, that music was affairs, That guy had. Yeah, see the score. The score porn business music. not. It's great. porn music. It's right out of it's, a porn. Yeah. It's seventy. It's nineteen seventy-five, and you have a TV series called yeah, SWAT. I guess so. And I think that's. <laughs> you think they were making? Re- they were. They were doing throwback there. Absolutely, that was definitely like the lighter moments in those old seventy uh, shows, cop dramas. They totally played that kind of mm. little music. Yeah. Well, next bit. up, we have the guy called the Sauce Guy. He's the uncle he offed, but uh, oh, yeah. he, he liked talking about sauce. Let me tell you, it's the sauce. If you don't have the right sauce, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, French guy talking like he's Italian. I love it. Yep. No, uh, no, no. That guy was Italian. No, I, well, no, he's French. He's his uncle. He's a French uncle. Right, right. What's are there? you saying the actor is Italian, or are you saying that the? Well, let me play it because again. the uh, uncle is supposed to be French. This accent right. sounds French to me. Let me tell you, it's the sauce. If you don't have the right sauce, it sounds Italian or it sounds uh, yeah. French to me. I could be wrong. That's Patrick. That sounds Patrick French to me. That's the only Patrick. Well, that's the only French I know. And, <laughs> and French do really like their sauces. <laughs> that's true. They like their sauces. Um, here's uh, Ibit on his prom date. Now this is interesting because. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I don't even know what the joke is here because I wrote. Here's how I titled the file: "Ibit on date with prom date." Jeez, <laughs> I must have been tired. I got second dose running through my veins. Who knows what I was? You thinking. were going. You were going for SEO, Scott. I must tell. have. There yeah. you go. Yes. Well, right. hopefully it worked. Uh, your results may vary, but here, here's Brian on his prom date. You feel me? Oh yeah, I feel you. Jeez. <laughs> Got a check. Okay. Uh, lost feeling in, uh, in in my leg, and I'm making sure that she's feeling me. I oh. love her, her voice, too. Oh, gosh. Okay. She, she had a really low voice. That just went rated R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did say my leg done away. Right. His leg. <laughs> His third leg he's talking about. My third leg. Yeah. Here's Jeez. a tiny lady laugh. <laughs> Remember the little, uh, little well, she called herself oh, a midget, uh, so I'll, I'll let her do it, but yeah. The yeah, she was person. Gidget the Midget or Bridget the Midget. Oh, yes, Bridget the Midget. Now, she was actually a real personality, yep. right? Was she? I don't yeah. remember her at all. Yeah. Yeah. None of that was familiar. That must be a lo- uh, not local, but like local. LA people. Yeah, a very local yeah. thing. Okay. Uh, here's, uh, oh, I wrote, she's bad at this. I don't know who I meant. Look at that. A cop who drinks French champagne, huh? <laughs> she sounds like oh. an anime actor. And still has Look a toothpick uh, in his mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. That's me, lady. I hated that lady. She was bad. Yeah, she right. wasn't. She yeah. wasn't likable. Uh, break them down like a. I don't know. This is break them down like a shotgun. Oh. <laughs> yes, that was LL, wasn't it? Yeah. Break them down like a shotgun. I was trying to think of the reference. Break I'm like, I know that reference, shotgun. but I don't know where it's from. I don't know what that was. It from, from this I movie? Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe this was it. It's probably this movie. I've heard it before, but I've also seen this movie before. So I'm like, mm, yep. maybe. He didn't get enough lines. I'm just going to say it. He didn't get well, enough lines. Yeah. I agree. He was underused. And when he was used, it was great. I liked him in this a lot. I like yeah. Yellow Cool J in general. 
LL yeah. uh, James Cool J, uh, whatever he gets oh, all the ladies, ladies. love Cool James. There that's, you go. That's right, they and they sure do, do for a reason. He's got freaking ripped abs. All right, got those abs. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, this is a lot of money. I would give one hundred million dollars to whoever gets me out of here. He sounded Spanish there. That was a really smart. Uh, uh, I, that's such a. That's yeah. a, such an interesting idea because, I mean, there's been, you know, really rich people in prison before. And if anyone was ever off the chain enough and they actually did that, I mean, but like what I would said, it really happen? What would okay. really happen? Like I said earlier, this movie is an exercise in choosing 65 tropes out of a list of 100. Right. And I never saw it coming that it was going to do the theme gangs. I never right. thought coming. Yes, I yep. didn't either. And it felt... In 2003, it felt dirty. Like in the you know late 70s, when I watched the Warriors, I was like, okay, that's who we were. Yeah. In 2003, I was like, really? Baseball games, still who we games. are? Yeah, I would yeah. have liked more theme games. Like your your yes. intro had cooler gangs than the movie did. So. I know, I really did, and it's funny. Like they all stayed together. All yep. the Asian yes. gangs came out of one thing, and all the yes. the Hispanic gang came out of a moving truck, and uh, yep. Yeah, I still, I still love like I, I don't know who mentioned it, would it just, but would have turned into Johnny dangerously if they had it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I, I loved the homeless person crossing the street that was supposed to be. I'm like, come on, guys, surely you must recognize that that's yeah. not that's not oh, just some. I know, person. and then and then throws off the cloak, and it's nothing yeah. like a homeless person. No, not I'm even like, a come little on. bit. Yeah, you would have seen that. Yeah, they would have noticed that. You would have seen it. All right, I'm still thinking about. I still think about this guy. All this, all these hours later, after I've seen the film, I still think of him. We've been looking for this punk a long time. Busted taillight brings him down. That's amazing. I don't know why. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about that guy. He's just yeah, something about that dumb stereotype, like guy from the department wears a suit could, now. You know, could he have been like a real life cameo? Could he have been somebody who's actually a cop? Maybe, and, maybe that's uh, why. Maybe it's right. why it stuck to me because it's just something about it. I don't know. It's got a weird tone. It's weird. All right, this dude's voice is amazing. I wrote, gentlemen, at thirteen hundred hours, an LAPD helicopter will arrive to transport the defendant. Until we get him inside a federal facility, he's our baby. All right, what's his name? He's the other dude in charge. Uh, yeah, he and you know he and he's he delivered it to you. Yeah, he delivered all of his lines like with passion. Yep. It was like, and, we're yeah. gonna, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about him in a bit. So, oh, you Reggie? are is it Reggie? Reggie Kathy? Yeah, yeah Reggie. Reg, yeah, Reggie Kathy. Okay, yeah. he's got to be doing other VO and things, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely, he's yes. Because there's no oh, and, way, and he's, he's in a Tank Girl. I forgot about that. He's in all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. All right, don't go too deep. We're gonna come back. Hold on, I want to see. I want to see if he's in a video hey, game. Hey, we're though. done. Let me see if this video game, he's got to have done some games, right? He's just two. Hey, uh, here we yeah. go. Now. Yep, All there right. you go. Star Wars The Old Republic. There you go. All right. Makes sense. And now me. we ruin Randy's Twitter. <laughs> no, it's okay. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was the reference. <laughs> That's where he was going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sam Jackson at his best. Knock it off. We don't have time for your personal shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Tell him what. I love it when he gets serious. And then he said this. Flip a bitch. Flip a bitch. Flip a bitch. Yep. Seriously, at this point, you Scott, you need to you need to just make a Samuel L. Jackson soundboard. Oh yeah. And sell it. Oh, he's right. that guy. He he can go forever. All right, here's uh something about uh what's this? Uh, something about Mexico. What are they gonna do? Take the subway all the way to Mexico? Oh my gosh, you had to really work hard to get the Irish out of that. He almost went Irish. Yeah, what yeah, are you going to do? Keep the thing going from Mexico all the way on the train? Oh, shit. 
Get away from yeah. my pot of gold. <laughs> I didn't I didn't love him in this movie, but he did a good job with the accent. Yeah, yeah no, he's yeah. always good. He covers that stuff real well. Everybody go stop what you're doing and watch In Bruges if you've never seen it. It's oh, one of the most so amazing good. films yeah. ever made. So good. Oh my gosh, that movie's good. All right. Down the shaft. Down the shaft. Oh, okay. Good, go down. Oh, shaft. that's that. Down the shaft. <laughs> It's the guy that sounds so weird. It's the train uh, guy that drove it. Oh uh, yeah, that's dude. right. He was he was still shook up because they had held, oh, held a gun on him. He went right. He went down. Down the shaft. Down the shaft. It's the shaft. All right. Uh, the, <laughs> oh God, you're one of them. There you go. There's a similar tone to it. That's the other side of town. That's the other side of town. Oh, I guess I just repeated it. All right. And then finally, this line. Tell daddy how you want it. All right. Well done, everybody uh, there in the movie. I wish wish you could follow. That's the other side of town with the quote from Clueless where uh, Cher's dad says everywhere in Los Angeles is 30 minutes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a good combo. I don't know why. That's that's a good combo. That would get you extra points. Yes, that music means it's time for the film sack checklist. Mama said knock you out. Check. That is one handsome Good French way. guy. Check. And finally, I think Bruce Wayne has a secret place in the L.A. sewers. Check. Hmm, yeah. uh, we got uh, any connections here, Randy, this week? Oh, yeah. So let's start with Reg Cathy, hmm. a journeyman character actor. He played Lieutenant Greg Velasquez here in SWAT. And uh, in The Next Generation, uh, in the episode Aquiel, he played Morag. Morag was a... Uh, Klingon. Probably. Wait, it's not. Oh, I was hoping it was the no Lieutenant Yar guy. Dang it. Okay, mm. that's fine. Um, Can't ever. No, Aquiel is like last season, the final season, okay. or yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, uh, next up we have Bruce Gray. Uh, there's another veteran character actor in Squat. He was Richard Segerstrom. <laughs> you say Squat? <laughs> squat. Yeah, yeah squat. squat. All right. Yeah. Uh, in. <laughs> In Star Trek, uh, Bruce Gray had appearances in three series. He was in The Next Generation, he was in Deep Space Nine, and he was in Enterprise. Uh, we also have Jeremy Roberts. He played the gun store clerk in Squad, and he was in Voyager. He was in Deep Space Nine, and he was also one of the bridge officers of the Excelsior in Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Oh, very nice. Uh, Undiscovered Country. <laughs> I am not done because I'd like to pull a Trek connection for Mr. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, the Deep Space Nine episode, Past Tense Part Two, used the song Hey Joe. So whenever you got Hendrix in the credit, you have a Star Trek connection. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. That's cool. And that would have been a show. That would have been an episode uh, written and directed by Ron Moore, who would then go on to do BSG, which ended its series famously with All Along the Watchtower, at least the version that he did, that Hendrix did. Yep. Which is not, Um, that's a cover, right? Do I have that right? It was a cover. It was Bear McCrary's cover of uh, All Along the Watchtower, which was a cover of Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower. Right. There you go. Bear McCrary. Cover me. Six degrees of coveration. Um, You got to also appreciate Rolling Stones. Oh, what was it? Was it uh, Fighting in the Street? What was the song that they had in this thing? Oh, no, yeah. it was Shattered. It was Shattered. Shattered. Not, yep. Rolling Stones, not commonly heard uh, in movies. Like, you don't. Right. You Usually don't get, it's uh, uh, Paint It Black. You hear that a lot. But um, that's true. Paint It Black, you do get a lot. But you don't. Uh, yeah. They're not ones to to really often frequently give out there. Yeah, they don't sell to everything. Um, they don't sell to They're everything. not like ACDC. Yeah. 
<laughs> you can't stream ACDC, right? Because they won't right. they won't yes. they won't take streaming money. But, but every gosh, movie released in two thousand nine has Thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dan Skippy. I was and every time that, I'm like, I can't believe they play it again. All right, that Thunder Thunder Ladies or whatever it's called, the the new thing you were talking about, Randy, the movie on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's not Thunder, Thunder Ladies. What is it? Thunder Force. They use that. The trailer for that has Thunderstruck yeah. in it. So. Yeah, of course. It oh, does. yeah. And yeah. it's a great trailer. It is. Uh, Zeppelin, I always used to think, gave their stuff out pretty freely, but I think I'm just thinking of Thor Ragnarok, and that's it. Yeah, yeah they're they're also not ones. Uh, oh, hard disagree. Very every, rare. Really? Every new first-person shooter video game of the last oh. 10 years has had a, a trailer with Zeppelin song on really? it. It's so like I feel like I've heard cashmere in an ad for a video game so many times oh, yeah. that cashmere gets used a lot. You're right. I can't think of any games though. That's the uh, Hollywood. You know what is this? Led Zeppelin is a finicky. Oh, I just lost it. <laughs> oh, you mean you lost uh, your notoriously link, finicky okay. band when it comes to licensing their music? Yeah, and who, who's in charge uh, of that? Los Angeles Times in 2012 wrote a piece about the the hoops the band would make filmmakers jump through to use one of their songs in a film. So things apparently things have changed because you're right. They are. It's a lot more common. I think, think Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Ragnarok broke the broke the dam. Yeah. Do you think Jimmy Page and um what's his beak talk anymore? Really? Rubber plant. Yeah. Rubber plant. I don't know. No. Rubber plant. <laughs> Do you think they ever like, uh, hey, hey, mate, happy birthday? You think that ever happens yeah. with bands like you that? You probably get that. You know, you probably get uh, birthday texts from the two. But mm. uh, I always wonder because bands yeah. are so big bands that this like are you know astronomically, mm-hmm. you know, legendary or whatever like. What kind of relationship can they really have? It's so messed up. Like it is. Just, yeah, just, I don't even oh. think uh, Noel and Liam Gallagher uh, do Thanksgiving together anymore. <laughs> they don't go to the Gallagher family home for. <laughs> they don't go to the Gallagher family home oh, and eat watermelon. That's, a shame. And, uh, that's really a smashed shame. by their dad. That's a shame. All right, <laughs> their dad. Gallagher is their dad. Gallagher is their dad. <laughs> uh, put a tarp on the front row. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, a soundtrack grade. I'm going to give it an ALM for awesome licensed music. I think the score was lame, though. But there was a lot the of good. The score was lame. Yeah. I agree. A lot of good stuff, though, from. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you most of the bands, but there was some decent interstitial stuff that I thought was pretty good. The, whatever that song was they played while they were going after the plane in the test, the plane test was great very retro but cool and mm-hmm. uh, i liked it it was it was scored by a guy named elliot rosenthal and the, there's a reason you haven't really heard of elliot rosenthal as a composer no that name is not ring a bell uh twitter posts is where you guys sum this damn thing up in 280 characters or less that's each of you and just to break with all tradition and and usualness here in decorum we're going to start with randy so what you get about five or six men together with one tiny woman but she doesn't want to have sex. She wants to drink more beers, so none of you are getting laid tonight. Wow. Just like a Saturday night at night. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Oh man. Just real quick, sorry. I'm a I'm a kinda I fanboy a little bit over Michelle Rodriguez. This picture of her on the set of uh, one of the Fast and the Furiouses. Oh man. You want her working on mm-hmm. your car, dude. That's yeah. what I'm saying. All right, sorry. Uh, next up. by the way, I don't think she's as small as I always make her out to be. Uh, like her uh her listed height is five foot five. So you know, pretty in Hollywood measurements, that means that's she's probably tall. like five foot three. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's, she's not that short. No, she's not Tom Cruise tiny. No, if she worked <laughs> with Tom Cruise, he would be up on stilts or some kind of box or something like that. Oh, a couch. Yeah. And then he'd run away ah. on a couch. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, where were we? Brian. Dunaway. SWAT. 
SWAT. $100 million <laughs> turns everybody into a Batman villain. You feel me? Hashtag screaming lady on a plane. <laughs> nice. I do feel you, by the way. What happened to her? Did we get res- resolution on her? Uh, yeah, she, she was last we saw her. Uh, she was cowering on the bridge as right. our, as our yeah. hero took us. Okay. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to leave you here, too. Except he didn't say right. real accent. Don't touch me, pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, Brian Ibbett. SWAT, the movie that made a star out of Alex Trebek. Oh, look what you oh, did. That was beautiful. Oh, that's real nice. Not accurate, but nice. Uh, hey, uh, oh my gosh, look at this. This is just handed to me. This is crazy. Alternate titles. This was almost called Sweat because they were so sweaty in those freaking uniforms all the time. They so it was were. almost called Sweat. Mm-hmm. Stinky, freaking, nasty, sweaty people. Or the SWAT Avengers. All right, moving on. Uh, emails. We got, <laughs> we got a couple of emails, a quick ones here from a couple of folks who sent these into filmsack at gmail.com. Tom wrote in, not our Tom, different Tom, says, greetings, SBRNB. Uh, I just finished watching SWAT and what should come up as the recommendation at the end of the movie, but Waterworld. I have never seen it, so I'll be setting some time later uh, to watch it and then re-listen to your film sack where you covered that film. Speaking of which, I just rewatched all the original Star Trek movies, which are available on Prime right now, partially so I could re-listen to your episodes 1, 2, 3, and 5. I think it's high time that you finally finish up sacking that series, in particular, Star Trek 4. Keep on sacking, oh, yeah. Tom. Didn't we do that? Yeah. No, we never did the whale one. What? We need to. Yeah. And it's Hold all on, on the, uh, the, the, what's the CBS app. What is it now? Uh, Paramount. It Paramount Plus. Yeah, Paramount I have that. Plus. So have I gone should, insane? Yeah, well, they're all on, they're also on Prime, but what, what, have I gone totally right. insane? Star Trek. <laughs> yes, Star. Scott. I'm sorry to say. You wow, you type really totally slow insane. if you had to say it like that. How Star is this possible? Trick. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Between right? this and Wanted, I'm a broken man. I don't understand. Like I'm having, <laughs> like seriously, that is, cannot be. For you listeners, pre-show we argued about whether or not <laughs> we'd seen Wanted for film sack. I wish was, so sure. Really I happening. know I've seen it recently, and why would I have watched it for? I could tell you the plot. I could tell you what happens, and I'd never seen it before this moment. So it was like all these years later. What other possible reason would I have but but film sack in the timeline we're in? Like uh, I, I'm starting to believe. I'm a believer now. Mm-hmm. We're in alternate timelines. That's what's going on. All right. Uh, enough of that. Hey, look at this one here from Michael Kerr. Uh, also, I did know. Sorry, quick note. I did notice that uh, Water World was back on Netflix, and I will be doing right. another watching of that. And I we do should we should we join them and watch uh, Swatter World. Ah, oh, Swatter World. Mm-hmm. Brilliant idea. Uh, Aloha, Sackers. Brand, brand, it's trying to get Mirandy's uh, love right up front here from yeah. uh, Michael mm-hmm. Kerr. He says, uh, while I can't speak to the specific forces aspect of Quigley, uh, he's talking about when, you know, if you do a Quigley or whatever, it meant a All right. sniper shot. Or sniper whatever. hit shot two in a row together. Yep. Used one bullet. He says, kills. I can't really say for mm-hmm. sure what it might mean to them. I can tell you what it means for Marine officers. As part of Officers Candidate School, or OCS, you run a course several miles long through the woodlands of Virginia with that culminates at the Quigley. The Quigley... Mm-hmm is a infamous body of water that smells of excrement and is colored the same. <laughs> it's full of barbed wire, culverts, logs, and the summer, uh, sorry, and in the summer, snakes. In my experience, the purpose of this final water obstacle is to ensure all of our gear is fully soaked through and filthy with mud so that you have to spend hours cleaning your weapon and camis thereafter. Uh, it may also serve as some biological hazard meant to test your immune system as you will ingest a good bit of this foul water. 
uh, I would, uh, sorry, I would for sure grow Scott out the most at the uh, all the best. <laughs> Respectfully, Michael. <laughs> Uh, so it sounds like there's maybe multiple uses of the of the Quigley term. I like that they took something so nightmarish and gave it a fun little twisty name like Quigley. Yeah, the Quigley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Quigley. And he sent right. a picture of it, uh, I, which I don't have handy or I put it in our Discord. But it was basically some guys crawling under some wire and some water exploding, and it looked terrible. It looked like an wow. awful time. Uh, my hats off to all officers in the thank you for your service Marine mm-hmm. Corps. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do it. Uh, our next film is Cliffhanger in 4K. 4K? Yep. I don't have anything to watch it on 4K on. Yet. That's more Ks than you know what to do with. Uh, it's happening. And it's back on Prime where originally we were going to watch it years ago or maybe months and months ago. Years probably. And it got pulled very quickly. This time we're jumping on it. They heard we were going to sack it. They're like, yep. pull it. So it's up now. We're going to uh-huh. get it before it goes. There's no way it's there for less than a week. And uh, <laughs> that'll be next week right here on FilmSack. Now, some of you thought you heard us say before that uh, we were going to do what's it called? Metal Robot Man. Fight. Uh, Real Steel. Real Steel. Real but we're going to we're just going to bump that a week. We know that one's going to huh? be safe. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. We're still getting to it. But uh, <laughs> And if it's not, we won't be as disappointed to miss it exactly. as we would be with Cliffhanger. That's right. <laughs> True story. I'm, I'm confused about us moving Real Steel around because I... I'm from the Mandela timeline where that movie doesn't exist. I, oh. like, <laughs> I really, I, I, I feel like I've just been finding out real steel exists over the last month. Oh, really? So That's funny. I'm kind of freaking out. I feel good that Brian. So Ibit and I are definitely in the same timeline because we saw it in a theater yeah, together. Yeah. We did. So I've never seen it. Yeah. Well, Very you, excited. Our hands like it. touched in a bucket of popcorn. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. those days? The morning oh, stream yeah. was born. <laughs> <laughs> the morning stream was born in a bucket of popcorn. Um, yeah, so cliffhanger, Stallone, lady from uh, Northern Exposure, I can't think of her name, and uh, uh, everyone else, I can't think of her name. I used to have a mole eye woman. Mole eye woman. Nice. She had a mole on her eye. <laughs> she has a mole to the right of her eye. Yep, these are the things Brian notices. So check it out next week, right here <laughs> on Film Sack. I might try. Well, no, I can't watch it in 4K because. Well, I guess I have to capture audio. Anyway, does Evangeline Lily, not the lady from Northern Exposure. No. Uh oh no, she's in she's in Cliffhanger. What am I thinking? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's overlaying the two movies. That's all right. That's what we do, and then we think we've done wanted somehow. Um all right. Filmsack.com is our website. You know how to get there. You have web browsers, everybody. Go use it. Filmsack.com. You can find everything we've ever done there, including all our archives along with regular episodes of the show, show notes, all that stuff. Go check it out. You can also email us at filmsack at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at filmsack. And wherever you get your shows, leave us reviews. It helps us climb up whatever ranks they have. That'll do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Road trip. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.